You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Fate of a Nation, NARM and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firmly in our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot nearly every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures, both here and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop at Battlefield Hobbies, because they are awesome. Even if, unlike his toyment, they did sell the last Ferdinand blister to Adam, our painted grey cocks. <laughs> I'm Fez, and I'm joined tonight by Lee, weaponized head cold Parnell. Hello. Duncan, I really can quit anytime I want, Gosling. Good evening. And with dashing back into command to give us all a last stand re-roll, your host, Ben, I need enough kids for a crew-served weapon, Davey, broadcasting <laughs> from somewhere in the south of England. How many kids is that? You're Three, the four, depends on the weapon. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking like um, heavy artillery, you're getting at least six, so, you know. <laughs> so That's I've, why you with um, the Mormons. I've got... I've got... <laughs> This is like the, the gun safety thing where they're saying, parents, don't let your guns play handguns. Kusa weapons are far more suitable for tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> Americans. Okay, there goes half the audience. Why curious, man? Welcome back, boss. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Was that me? I don't know. I'm not your boss, isn't that? Must Mark, Mark's the boss, really? Oh, yeah. But... You're the boss. <laughs> you're like, the sec- like the section head of the podcast. Section. I'm behaving because you're back. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I guess what's on the schedule for tonight, Lee? You sent it, so I'm guessing you got it yep. in front of you. Well, we're going to cue the Hunt for October theme, um, theme music because we're going to be talking about the new Kursk books. Um, before that, we're going to go over what we've been up to. Um, we're also going to be do- doing listeners' questions. And then finally, we're going to be looking at what's coming up, including Flames Affairs. Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, lots and lots of German and Russian stuff tonight. Cool, cool. If you're interested in Italian. And some Italian. <laughs> so, Lee, as you're talking, what have you been up to? Um, it's been a um, actually, I was going to say it's been a quiet one. But actually, I've been quite good for getting some games in. So I played Fez, uh, um, his um, warfare list of Germans yeah. versus my Russian list. So I was trying the Russians for Red Banner. We'll probably go back a bit more when we get to Red Banner talk. But that was quite an interesting game. Um, using the 285s, T34, um, not the early, the mid, sort of mid-war ones, and some rotor infantry um, in the, in the um, M3 white scout cars. It was a fun little game. Uh, counter-attack, if I remember right, I was defending. It which... was indeed, which is very useful because I played counter-attack uh, twice in the tournament. Ah, where are you going? So that was good. Uh, I've been playing Dylan, but switching back to my Germans. I got to use my Nashorns for the first time. And they, um, yeah, they um, skewered a, a T-34 company. Quite spectacularly, which is quite nice. Um, yeah, it's a good game. I might say again, we'll probably touch upon that in uh, Ghost Panzer's talk. Uh, and I finished off my Israelis at last, so I got all my all my favorite nation stuff painted. I knew there was something I had to do, <laughs> so I can now go and paint some Titans, which have been sitting at my desk waiting for me to get to them for ages. So, ah, oh, the new ones look so cool. Yeah, but, um, obviously that's not Flames of War talk, so we'll leave it there. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's me. Um, I guess back to you, Ben. What have you been up to? Uh, not much, unfortunately. Uh, things have been ridiculously busy, as uh, one of the reasons I've not been on the cast recently. You know, like 75-hour work weeks and that. So, um, <clears throat> what I have been up to mostly was I, I almost played a game of Adam. Uh, he was off. He was. He had a. He had a week off sick, and we were. We were going to play, but then uh, his wife decided to take the day off as well. So uh, we couldn't sneak a game in. Apparently, a bit rubbish. But you know, um, and I guess actually, I actually have been doing some painting, but not not Flames of War stuff. Um, as I, I'm sitting, I'm actually currently finishing off basing my Boltons for a song, song of Ice and Fire. Uh, hobby, yes, all sir. hobby is good, hobby man. Yeah, I just, I, I just need. I think I just needed a, a break because I painted a lot of armies in like three months. <laughs> I did like off the wagon somewhat spectacularly on that one. Yes. Yeah, I was like, and I just think like I, I just need a break for fifteen mil, and this has just been quite a nice, pleasant break. And I've had some ideas, and I, I actually, I've actually built some, some more Soviet stuff. Actually, I guess I've done some planes. I built some Soviet stuff, so it's had the right effect. Because okay. sometimes I find painting something that's different is as good as a rest. Because um, of breakers, they say. Yeah, and, and also you know, man, I guess plays Ramsey Bolton, you know, the, the the good guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's right, uh, isn't it? So what's your house signal? It's it's a uh, it's a flayed guy. All oh, right, so you're the good guys, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> except he's upside down. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> just to make his life even better. <laughs> um, it's you know, it's yeah, you know, just you be listening to that. How you hear that house start propaganda again? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it doesn't get much better because one of my other characters, you know, it's like my three characters I get to use is uh, Ramsey Bolton, Bruce Bolton's probably the good guy of the group of the three, and Littlefinger. That's my three characters for my army. Oh, god, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. wow, you guys are just terrible. <laughs> you went full potato, didn't you? Yeah, you really did. The one, the one cool thing, one going slightly off topic, and then I'll pass on to Fez. Is uh, there's a company, a German company, they're doing some orc terrain, and free. One of them is a set of three guys who are on spikes, like the Bolton sig, uh, sigil. Oh dear! Like put out like that, and I'm like, okay, that that's so. And I, I need some barricades. I know what I'm going to buy for my barricades. Oh God! <laughs> you set them that's... on fire just because being flayed and you know, crucified isn't enough. And that, that sounds like quite a lot, but um, my guys are on snow bases, so they will be naked, cut upside down, being flayed in the cold. In the cold? Oh, right. You know. <laughs> you know, just to really hamper at home. So not only are you seeing the life, oh, so your bits look even smaller than normal because it's cold. So it's <laughs> yeah. like a final humiliation, guys. <laughs> on the upside, you won't know the ones that, you know, uh, that Ramsey's cut off the sausages from. Oh. <laughs> uh, Fez, what have you been up to? Um... <laughs> Mainly getting way too excited about army lists and uh, re re um, reinvigorating previous models, um, such as my set of grills that I bought when I very first got into Flames of War. My Panzerleer that have been sprayed Dunkelgelb and then left, um, and then looking at army lists that I can use those from in Ghost Panzer, and then hunting down various bits and pieces to make a Panzer Grenadier company. Whilst also then finding the other armies that I've got bits and pieces for, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been like 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 yourself, Ben. It's been a lot of a lot of work over the last two weeks. Um, so actual hobby time hasn't been 
really there. Um, but I've done lots of what I like to now call surrogate hobby, which is the perusal and purchasing of hobby to make it feel like you're still doing stuff. Um, Expensive bits. Yeah, well, it's just that stupid Black Friday thing that's come across the Atlantic. Which starts a week early over here. Yeah, exactly. It was weird. It's just like, if you're going to do it, do it properly. I had to ask my girlfriend, I was like, when, when is Thanksgiving's next week, right? And she's like, yeah. So, okay, I've just got a load of deals all of a sudden. Yeah, I, w- I work for the American Corporation. I actually wish one of the guys um, happy Thanksgiving early because I got confused by the damn sales starting about a week yeah. early. Well, it's like the it's like the January sales now start two weeks before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not even January. What the hell, guys? It'll be, so, it'll um, be um, Easter eggs on Boxing Day. That's what you're watching out for. Easter eggs on the next one. That's it. Yeah. But, uh, are we, are we bring every, yeah, are we just bring everything forward early. We next to go. Happy Valentine's Day. It was only Christmas yesterday. Yeah, I know. Just, just it's it's a good good retail crusade. This uh, is this is so quick. This is their uh, attempt to get two Christmases in a year, isn't it? Yeah. They're bringing everything forward until eventually we have Christmas in in December, <laughs> uh, December and January. <laughs> I'm onto them. Um, but I did manage to pick up um, some battle foam uh, to for my for my um, ammo box bags, so I can now actually fit my. Uh, Egyptian T-54s in a tray as opposed to kind of like wedging them into the artillery size slots it doesn't really fit um, which is a pretty good find I'm getting Is there anything yeah. those guys don't do? Um, an easy to navigate website but other than that um... There is a lot on there in all fairness <laughs> There is a lot on there I, 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 I end up, I'd end up figuring out that the MA box product code was like MFW and then f- search for trays with that product code on because I knew they would fit in the bag. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm just getting excited about Ghost Panzers and making some planning for some time to do some hobby at some point. Uh, are you going to paint them like ghosts, though? Because it'll speed up your painting process quite a lot. Spray them white, <laughs> bit of wash, dry brush white, done. I See, that's the thing. One of my Iron Cross lists is going to be winter-themed. Yes. great coats but that's going to be the grenadiers and then my um armored pen panzer grenadiers with the half tracks are going to be three color sort of i think spring scheme so not not quite ghosts although dropping a name dropping um duncan and i kind of got involved in a little bit of um dice of war madness didn't we dunk we did and that was black friday as well that was Black Friday as well. Was it actually Black Friday? Uh, no. Uh, so I will. I've got some snazzy ghost pans of dice coming, which uh, I'm looking forward to running from my dice tower. What did you order, Duncan? <laughs> uh, I got um, the generic <laughs> U.S. Army Division ones because I've now got an American army because I can stop any time I want. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I want. It's just not going to happen. Don't stop me now. Have you got any of it built? Or are you still... Uh, still collect? Well, shall I tell you what I did? Yeah. Yesterday. I took it all off my shelf, looked at it, put it in a size order, and put it back on the shelf. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> That's neat. I like that. So no, I I've, I'm actually building T thirty four still, which is good, but it's not it's not an American Warhawk. Right. Uh, So yeah, that's. I, I think I've been going through the. Um, what do you call it? Surrogate hobby. Surrogate hobby. Mm. I definitely mm. have been wiping uh, my notes. Yeah, I finished off my Egyptians and then went on to eBay and went, oh, T fifty fours. So I got a Syrian, a Syrian box set as well. See, this is the problem of getting money for your birthday as well, because no one knows what to buy you. So I had a little fund stockpile, and um. Yeah, and I also did a bit of you earlier. I sold, I sold some stuff recently, and that's just that's dangerous as well. So apparently, um, Horus Heresy stuff is is quite uh, desirable. Who knew? So. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? So yeah, I sold some of that. So I've got some money sitting in my account again now. My PayPal going. Hmm. And then I, I've also looked at Cool Seas. Have you, you looked at that at all? Yeah, I've I have a look, but. Um, I don't know if I'm honest. It's uh, I know there's something about it. I, th I think it doesn't help. Again, Warlord Games have this brilliant ability, mate, of doing their videos about stuff really dull. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it at Reading and it looked quite cool. That's so, the problem, I think. That's the thing. I think I actually need to go and try it because uh, they did the same with uh, what was it, uh, Blood Red Skies. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, playing game. I've always wanted to get really wanted to get into playing game. This looks right size, right scale. Watch the videos, and it's Andy Chambers was just had no charisma in it, which is really weird because he used to have really good charisma. <laughs> I don't get how they've made him charisma, you know, negative. And it's like, you know, what you do is you move your plane like this, and you can... oh. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Andy Chambers could be one of our devout listeners, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So it was. It was really boring. It just there's just no, just no buzz to it. You know, I hate so, to say it. Look, look, look at the freaking Games Workshop videos and and get some clue on what what actual oh, good videos. Well, that's just like a, that's just like a gold standard, right? They yeah. play Games Workshop at the moment. They've just they're just yeah. knocking it out the park each time they do when one. When they went Spinal Tap the other day for the Noise Marine. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and the fact they painted this, the, the Noise Marine with, with like the goblin green bases and the old, yeah. that 90s-style yeah. flock rather than static grass and that kind of thing. Yeah. And that, that's ticking a lot of boxes for me. It's like brought a tear to the eye. Yeah, they are. They've, uh, that's, that's the goal sounder, guys. If you want to make good videos, <laughs> there you go. Well, that's it. I mean, if, we, if we, we have this joke about Battlefront you know, doing the Games Workshop playbook, so about ten mm -hmm. years time, Battlefront makes fantastic videos. Yeah, the well, video Battlefront's videos are actually a pro and the better ones before Games Workshop started really knocking out the park. Yeah, pretty good. Fair. Yeah. Um, are they going to make yeah. Flames of Sigma then? Flames of Sigma. <laughs> Who are you, Rich Hardy? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I picked up I picked up um, War Games Illustrate for the first time ages yesterday. It had one of the ships for um, Cool Sea on it. Maybe um, I picked up and it, yeah, they're quite they're quite cool little models, like one three hundred scale, I think, some of like that. I accidentally well, bought really two nice. copies of that one. Pun? Yeah. I accidentally bought two copies of that War Games Illustrated. <laughs> well, one of the Brits. Accidentally. Yeah. 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 
just to get the free boats. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, but like you say, it's like um, Blood Race Guys. It's one of those games I feel I should be more interested in than I actually am. As I think, if I had a bit more money and time, they'd probably be on it. But it's just like trying to budget both. It's just not yeah. quite well, getting that last hurdle, as it were. The big thing, I, the big thing for me these days is, you know, if, if like, I guess like if like loads of people around here went, we're all getting it. I'd be mm. like, cool, okay, I'll probably do it. If if I don't hear any buzz, I don't really want to buy into something that then I might not get to use. Yeah, that's exactly like yeah. it. So, I mean, that's, the only reason I'm getting into it is because there's another guy here, and we're gonna we need a game that kind of we don't have to think about organising. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. it. It's just this box, this box, blue cloth. Right. Have you already got it? What are we doing? Yeah, I, I, I went for the um, Japanese and US just because I want to drive around as JFK. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ridiculous human being. Does that mean I get to do the, the Germans? Yeah, we do want to do um, British Coastal Forces. So but, yeah, I, the, the Germans are available. You see, I kind of really want to do the Russians because I've seen them at a, an event, but, I've, but they're not in the initial four. Yeah, but I, but mm. I definitely, I definitely have seen their Russian models. I don't know if they're proving it at some, I don't know, something. You see a lot of pictures from a lot of conventions. I mean, I'll be shocked mm. if they didn't do Italians and Russians, just simply because both of them. Were, you know, oh, I think I've seen Italians. I think I've seen the Italians as well. So yeah. it's, probably, it's probably Wave Two. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like yes. the, the Blood Red Sky stuff. Yeah, but cool. Yeah. I, Sorry, yeah, tangent. Yeah, yeah. So, see, don't forget, guys, check out our Warfare podcast because obviously we used to at Warfare. So, yeah, and uh, they've, they've posted up already for next year, haven't they? Eddie? They have, yes, yes, yeah, dates in the calendar, get that booked off. New, work. New, new challenge, new challenge, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can start earning enough brand <gasps> the weekend. We'll see, <gasps> man, do it, do it, it'll be amazing. We'll see how it goes, we'll see how it goes. Um, so I guess books. Yes, so yes, we're on to the first discussion. Can you take your sedative now? No, it's not that great. I I haven't at all really. Just it's just so disad. What am I talking about? It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Which one are we starting with? Um, well, yeah, I think I think they should put some ghost panthers and red banner, but I think it would probably rapidly de- um, go into doing both at the same time. But let's start with go, ghost panthers and go from there. Isn't it cool. ghost panthers and associated targets? Isn't that the name <laughs> of the book? Right, guys, I'm going to start with a moan because, frankly, I was disappointed that there's no undead forces with that book name. There's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no white, there's no white tiger, there's no zombie SS. It's like. That book was a fault. Was false advertising right false from the start. <laughs> but you have got Summon Panzer as a spell, right? That's <laughs> a, that's a thing. Summon no, Panzer. you've got Summon Thirty Four. Oh, okay. That was in the other. Oh, yeah, that was in the previous book. Yeah, yeah. Thirty Four. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the factory, the factory tanks. Wasn't the it, tank yeah. factory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a flavoursome card. But yeah, I mean, so Ghost Panzers. It's, I think. There's a lot to be excited about with it. There's lots of interesting toys. Um, yeah. I yes. mean, the actual core formations don't really d- differ that much, really, from Iron Cross in terms of what they are. It's just a, the sort of a in-formation, out-formation support that's really changing. 
I, mm. I disagree. Mm. Because we have stepped towards the end of the middle of the war. Yes. Yeah. So I say the Panzer formation does have you know a bigger emphasis on the later versions. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, there's exactly. no short barrel. There's no short barrel pan yeah. to freeze or anything like that. All short barrel pans are fours. No, and they're all yeah. really expensive. I've yeah. yeah, all those medium tanks are really, really pricey. Yeah, like almost too pricey, maybe. That's <laughs> yeah. you haven't played them, Ben. Yeah, back from the edge. Back from the edge. I will say, played them. Yeah, the fort- play them, and then you realise that actually, against a good selection of forces, they're pretty powerful. I'm not saying they're not powerful, but I would possibly argue they're a couple of points too many. But I don't think it makes a difference. Because, as you know, it makes up for the discount you get on Marders, as like Richard Hardy would say. Well, no, it's Hammy's. That's Hammy's current one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do get a discount, though, don't you? You get the free shirts on, basically. Oh, do you? You don't, you don't pay any points for that, I don't think. That's pretty, that's that's pretty useful, good, though. It's all right. So, it's not. I don't think it's actually that good in version four because um, what's really hitting your side armor? Um, well, in, in integral anti-tank rifles are terrifying. Yeah, which don't hit on. Which only assaults hit on six up. Yeah, but generally. they shoot you the way in. Yeah, but if, you know, as long as they're not pinned and they're not that good, well, they're only eighty-four. Most like the Soviet ones are only eighty-four. Yeah, but now you ignore them completely. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean stuff like bazookas. You know, once you get into assault, bazooka. It's not a bazooka, Not like in third edition where bazookas just wrecked you in assault. Now you get into assault with bazookas and it's like, oh, you hit on the sixes. You're cute. Yeah, which it's nice to have the save, but you know, I'd say things shoot, shoots and it's not, not quite as. Oh, what's it do? Sorry. Oh, check out. I read the books. Honestly, it's, it gives you a five. So basically, no, it makes you side armor five versus <laughs> yep. weapons have a firepower of five or six. Five okay, six, well, yeah. I say still not as point still sounds bazookas, which is in the main thing. It's still they're not hitting anyway. So because they only hit on a six up, because they've kind of really nerfed what used to be like that ridiculous thing of like the armored rifles with five bazookas in them, which you just couldn't, you know, you couldn't assault those with tanks, really. No. Um, shoot some, well, a tiger could, because even then it was risky. Um, but, you know, so whereas now, you know, in now, because I say, because of that hit, I mean, on the way in, yes, it is a bit scary, but once you're actually in the assault, they're not really, you know, if you get hit, you're actually unlucky. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's 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 a big thing to be able to sit there and go, you know what, you've spent the points on this anti-tank rifle for your platoon on the objective, and I've negated that. If if they're expecting that anti-tank rifle to actually stop any decent tank from coming at them, they've, then they've wasted their points anyway. <laughs> okay, change man. <laughs> there they are. What what's an anti-tank rifle stopping? It's eighty four. It's AT4. What is it actually stopping that's going to be good? And you only get one shot from it. So even if you charge it with like 10, like 10 stewards, cool, you stop one of them. The other nine are still going to run you over. Okay, but they're free. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my German hat on and my German two point whatever centimeter anti tank rifle. Yeah, that's 87. So. Yeah, yeah which means that now you've got. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. 
I'm with you. I'm with you, Eddie. I'm with you. Is there only one shot? Yeah, that one shot can make a difference. Can. Especially but... if you've already got a two or three tank platoon. And one of them bogs in the train. And they kill the only sorting tank. Well, okay. I, I pretty... say... yeah, I this think... question's why you're assaulting in that situation anyway. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a thing. I think it's a bigger thing than to, to be just dismissed. I'm not just dismissing it. I'm just saying it's not as big as it once was. Shirtson used to be the be-all and end-all because of the amount of integral AT. But now integral AT doesn't hit an assault very easily because it gets minus two yeah. to hit. I no, still no, think it's, it's as good as it used to be. Yeah, no, that's not an additional save. It's just up your that first save. Yeah. It is. It's like it is a big thing in that respect. That has you don't get the, you don't get two bites of, two bites of the cherry as it were. Uh, Lee, what's the side armor on a panther? Is it five? I thought it's so far, so it, gets no, it would have no yes, benefit. Yeah, okay. In and all fairness, the pamphlet shirts and should never really have an effect. Yeah. No. It's a, it's it's a it never has been, yeah. It's like the mini skirt of the super skirt work. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I, w- I want some protection, but I want to look stylish while I do it. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think the big thing with the panther falls is really like to say, when I get the tank 11. Rather than just being ten, which obviously makes it, you know, it makes it makes an impact, and then for an armor six as well. So, mm. like, be like, say you are paying the points for that performance as as you should. But uh, I think, like, say when it's when you start comparing it to other things in the list, you start wondering. Mm. But I, I I I had a platoon of three of them in my game versus Dylan, um, it, and like I say, because they were forty points, they're pretty much my my reserve force straight away. Yeah. Um, and so all they really did was come on, storm the objective, and win because. But the mortar guys that were there couldn't really do anything much about a bunch of tanks marauding into them. So I don't really get to see the full effect of them. But on so paper, I, that that just scares me because that, that's more expensive than British um, Churchills. Yep. That it doesn't. That seems crazy to me. It's five of them, isn't it? Is it five tanks for forty points? No, three. Say three. Say three points. Yeah. Forty points. Yeah. Three pounds of force is forty points. That makes sense because in the uh, in the desert books they weren't that they weren't uh, they, they were like eleven. Uh, about, yeah, 11. long long F with ten points. Well, it makes sense to be about forty points because the amount of extra stuff they get now. Mm-hmm. Extra armor, tank, and shirts. And... I say, I I think it's hard to say. Compared to other tanks, it seems about right. Uh, they've got one extra point of AT, and but much further range. Point of armor. Oh, sorry. We compare it just to a Panzer, the Panzer four F. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I just hop back to the uh, anti-tank rifles now? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, PTRD eighty rifle team, Russian Soviets, has now got a sixteen-inch range. It's rate of fire four, mm-hmm. hinge rate of fire two, and the anti-tank five. Yep. That's, I still wouldn't guarantee. I still wouldn't rely on them going through side armor free. Let alone side armor, anything else. As they're, they're, honestly, they don't do that. But they're there to stop armored cars, not to stop tanks. But on on your point, Eddie, it means you can ignore them rather yeah. than having to worry. Yes, I, that's I, no, it's noted. I noted. would charge them about worrying personally, but okay. Well, in this book, you can't take anything that's not got shirts on it. I don't think. Thanks. Yes. And you can, yeah. But you can mix the Panzer threes and Panzer fours, which I do find quite interesting. It's a good way to keep the cost down, yeah. Mm. yeah. 
That was quite interesting. I mean, I say five pounds of free lates uh, is forty-one points. They they have they have bazooka skirts too. Mm -hmm. And the the late version is still packing out tank nine, which is still respectable. So I'm about to get some M's at some point. I'm going to eat pounds pounds of free M's. Oh, they look really cute as well with their little oh, yeah. They yeah, are very cool. And and they do well when you when you get to Herman Goering in Italy. Exactly. Yes. And you, you can take a flame panzer platoon in yep. formation, right? Yeah. You can also mm. upgrade the panzer freeze in the mixed platoon to be up to two of them could be panzer four um G's effectively the late version fours. Oh well maybe that gets pretty quick though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> well plus five points each. So basically but you know, if you had like five pounds of freeze at forty one points, when they have like three pounds of freeze and two pounds of fours for fifty one points, it's yeah. Oh, and I bet you can mistaken target them then as well, can't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, they're all sporting for another six at that point, and and, and mm. skirt. So yeah, but it just depends which one you want to potentially offer up to the uh, yeah. Mm. But yeah, mm. German tanks have always been expensive. German tanks continue to be expensive in this version, so it's not huge. Who's going to be brave after on a Panther company? Yeah. Oh. Well, that's really next to discuss, isn't it? Panthers. The, the person who runs the Panther Company is the person who's the, the person who's TOing wants the games to be quick. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's well it's one way or the other that game is going to be quick and probably not in your favour. No, I mean obviously because you're 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 basically conscript, you're green at five plus. Yeah. You're hit you're hit on freeze. You yeah. have got morale of three plus, which obviously is a boon. No, um, they're not they're not three, are they? The last hand's three. Last hand's three, sorry, yep. Yeah. Um yeah, because you're going to want that when you lose one and you want your testing. Well, exactly. Yeah. Give, give, it like, give it like two of them. It's just shy, you know, it's, it's shy of 40 points. You're not going to have big big platoons of these things, even if you buy them support. The thing is, I think if, you get, yeah, if you're going to see them, it's going to be support only, I would, yeah. I would say, unless A, you're playing a massive game or you're playing a scenario, or B, you're just, mm -hmm. I don't Obviously. know. Yeah, because three of them as a platoon... I mean, God, especially when you're doing like a mission, we got deep, we got reserves. Yeah. You put them on the table and you got like a platoon of infantry, and maybe some more horses protecting them. Yeah. I can't, I can't see the pure Panther formation really getting a lot of use unless you're playing a big game. No. I think you've Which... got to go to the Panzer formation where you can have one platoon of Panzers and one platoon of Panthers. Yeah. That's your second component. Uh, I, I don't know. Even that then, still a seems a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's that side of the fight that worries me as well. That's not hard to get around. It's not exactly massive. They are going I mean, to that's, Yeah, but that's always been the Panthers. I mean, no, uh, yeah. the Panthers, I've seen I, lost to Stuart's. It's, it's, that's, that's what so they like, though. They I, are. I, I think I can see the list you'll see them in. It'll be, way, it'll be an armoured car list with, like, Italian tank list as, as a support, as the other formation. Yeah. And then you, have like three, you potentially could have two or three Panthers for fun. Yeah. I don't think that would be as good as taking the Marders and the yeah. tank destroyers and the other other things you can do but it would be i don't see be more themes because it wouldn't be the italians are there but at least it would make sense you know it's more mobile 80 which kind of would potentially make sense with the um with the armored cars and the light tanks yeah that is a hell of a gun they've got though oh no it is um the, the other thing is uh, the other thing as well which brings up is when you compare it to an elephant the points seem even more. Mm. Mm. I'd rather have the elephant. I, that or Ferdinand. Like, or Ferdinand, sorry, yeah. at this point, yeah. I think that's really the point it comes back to. Because I'd say the Ferdinand is 
a beast. Let's face it. If you want to kill Tails, it's, it's a beast. You, you can't kill it back unless you're on the side and invent a proposition. And obviously it's reluctant. It's uh, it's hit on freeze. But hey, I'm hit on freeze. I don't care. What are you shooting at yeah. me? It's like. <laughs> Yeah, and unless unless well, he's saying that even if you went, it went to late war and brought brought a Yag Tiger back with you, mm. that's still struggling to go through the front armor. It's a, yeah, yeah. Bellera one kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, um, and and that's the thing. That's where I think the Panther seem loses out even more because when you compare it to a Ferdinand, you just would take the Ferdinand, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think that's the weird thing about this book. I think it is the Ferdinand is very much the. Elephant in the room. Um, oh God! Yes. I like that. Someone had it. to do it. Someone had to do it. It's gonna be me. Yeah. Um, well, it is. It's just. It seems very points effective. It's like you know, mm-hmm. one of them is, you know, seventeen points. I think it's something like that. Yeah. So it's eighteen points for a. Oh, and so a panther pa- thirty. Eighteen yeah. points for a panther. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's the bit I don't understand because the Ferdinand's got better sp- skill ratings. Or- Say. It's, better, it's better skill. It's less. But you don't skill. need the skill for a Ferdinand. Well, no, no, no. But what I'm trying to say that that does impact the points. Yeah. The skill rating does impact the points. I'm saying so. Yeah. It's got better skill rating. It's all but indestructible. Where a Panther isn't quite. And the gun's better, and it's a point cheaper. And I know it's slower, and it's got. And obviously, a turret is better than a whole mounted gun. It's only, it's only assault five because that's like you say. Yeah. Which is fine, but again, if you're assaulting with Panthers, what are you doing? Unless it's a massively one-sided fight, because. Mm. Why are you risking them? Um, why are you getting that close? Because then, then you, you, your side arm is getting vulnerable. But anyway, <laughs> going on from that, um, and you do get three, you do get four MG shots, which the Ferdinand doesn't. Yeah, all but, round as well now. But yeah. I just, I just don't, I, I just can't quite. The armor alone for me means why? Why is this similar pointed? My tank, my take on it. Yeah. So yeah. If you're in the late game stages and you're on an objective and they get assaulted two panthers two panthers are going to keep the game alive whereas a third man's going to fall back being reluctant that's that is a lot that's a lot of ifs it's not a lot of this it happens quite a few in the game again i i I would i would i'd argue why are you defending objective with just panthers it seems like a very your list because they're fifty four points. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, I think that, I think that's an issue more with um, just more with. Uh, I, I don't know. I, uh, if you take, but what, I, what I'm trying to say is the, the reason you're paying the points is you've got the you, has that ability to do that. Yes, and I would say the the MGs is something to factor, but at the same time, as you know, if you're looking at what the list that will be running these kind of things. As we talked about, they've got the armored cars. They've got the they've got the Italian light tank uh, company. Because if you're going to invent, that's what you're going to see. You know, if you've killed all of them, then you've probably lost the game anyway. Mm. See the point? Yeah, and I, 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 I say I, I don't want to just use the example of what the exact tournament players are using, unfortunately. But that is the case. That is what's that is what's going to be backing up. If you're taking big Ferdinand or big Panther platoons, you're going to be having these light tanks. And that's what's going to be MG the stuff off the objective. I don't want to sound negative because I actually think Ghost Panthers is a really good book. I think it's far better than Iron Cross. I, I, and also with the fact that artillery is now not going to kill Panthers. Mm. Yeah. That's a big boon to them. Yeah. 
Yes. I think, I think I think what's happening is a lot of people are still looking at these with V3 heads on. And there are a lot of yeah, situations yeah. in the games over at Warfare that Panthers, a Panther company, would have done very well. Um, that's a meta thing, though. And if Panthers start doing well, then the meta shifts. Yeah. yeah. Then they think they're decent. So the, 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 the Panthers are an extreme list. They're, you know, people talk about the meta, and I would say, well, you kind of have rock, paper, scissors... Like and then Spock. like an all and then like a yes, I don't want to say spot because you have like an all round option, and the Panthers <laughs> are very, the Panthers are very much definitely down one of those extremes, where I don't know I I I just and I think we've gone we at the moment the game has definitely gone to one of the extremes which is this just horde of light vehicles yeah, um and the Panthers might well do that if they can heal stuff quick enough and keep their sides protected. Well, but, what I'm thinking of is in counter attack when you've got the far objective if you're defending. And your opponent's on it at turn six. You've got to have something to get out there to do it to cover it up. Are Pampers really that option? Are we using they, they, they got. Uh, anyway, you know. we're talking about really, really specific missions here. We're not, doing, we're not talking about you know that's that you're talking about like one. Sure, in that one situation, sure, Pampers are better than Ferdinand. Sure, in in a generic point of view, I would say Ferdinands are better. In, in, in general there, there are considerations to be had as well because the Panthers for example are, can be a core platoon the, the Ferdinands can it, be a core uh, platoon thank you yeah, very much <laughs> no they can but in a very specific list very very specific list which involves taking Brumbars which um... which it does so <laughs> I mean I think they have a place I don't I, I was a bit confused not confused by the points but I was a little bit hmm. but I think there's nothing wrong with them per se I think no. uh, I mean, I actually agree that Ferdinand shouldn't be, you know, initially I thought they should be more expensive than Tigers. And then more I thought about it, went, no, they should be cheaper than Tigers. Yeah. I just don't think they should be cheaper than a Pampa. I uh, think that's, that's why I come down. I think they should be around the 22, 23 point mark. The, the other thing I'm surprised at is that they didn't split that skill rating down. Because, yes, they were brand new to the front. Yes, they have mechanical problems. But having a flat skill of 5 plus probably doesn't reflect. Um, no. Yeah, it should and probably have a different cross value, for example, for the, the fact that it was unreliable. Well, the Panthers, just um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Panthers, well, and they got cross a two plus, which is pretty nice. But but the, the Panthers, oh, sorry, the two plus, one, yeah. one of their special rules is basically pointless because you know, Stormtrooper, yeah, is, is basically a pointless rule for them because yeah, the odds the are so minute that you're going to do it, you're going to get both skills off. But, I mean, they they were rushed the front, but they've gone from being veteran to being... They, they were trained in, 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 they were trained in the old book. They trained in the old book, yeah. And mm. forget, you can pay the points to the command card to make a veteran again, you know, if you want That's to true. make your Panthers <laughs> even more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as I say, probably seem quite negative. I just want to be positive. I actually think yeah. this book is really good. I think it's a cool book. The, uh, the German mech list, I think, is really fun. And I think there's an actual argument right now that mech infantry is better than normal infantry. Yes. We talk about that then, the armoured infantry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Armoured infantry, I think, I think yeah, right now, if you don't take infantry, pay a couple extra points, use armoured infantry. Because your opponent's got artillery, you don't have to sit there and die, because yeah. you're more survivable. If your opponent doesn't have artillery, cool, you've paid a couple extra points to have a mobile option, and, just, and then you can still get out and sit in your foxholes if you need to. Yeah. So Eddie- there is no real downside to it. Eddie pointed out as well the um, when we were talking about this uh, um, the other day about the mounted assault being easier to pull off as well. Mm. Yeah, 
it's, it's pretty hard. It's pretty hardcore now. So I, th- I think that's a really cool fun. That's a really cool fun list. The uh, lot of support options. Uh, you know, the, one of my problems, I think, I think there didn't need to be t- t- four Eastern Front books. And what it's felt like is the first German book felt a bit like just lacked wow power. Whereas this book has got all the wow power. It's got grills. Grill, yeah. Grill, yeah. Grills, grills and hornices are wow power alone. And, um, and the same, <laughs> the same, the same. What's that? We'll do temper that because the fact that there are in two books now, if you're running an event, it's very, very easy to disassociate the two. So if you want to run a 1942 event, you just yeah. say no Ghost Panzers. If you want to run yeah. Ghost Panzers, you can say just those books. So well, from that perspective, it, it does at least allow some granularity. Which A little and, bit. A little yeah. bit. I still think you could easily do that with a with like a little marker in the book. Like They kind of actually used to. And they used to split the book. The old the old Eastern Front books were split. Uh, so well, Desert Book anyway was split into sections. And as you went say, through the, the book, book was yeah, Eastern Front yeah. was which is always a pain. No, because Eastern Front were a lot more generic. Yeah, but the old Desert books they did break it down. So you know, yes, your first yes. few books were the beginning of the beginning of the Desert War. The second the, the second um, third was was the later Desert, and then the end was Italy. Yeah, and I think you could quite easily have done that with these books, or at least had like a little mark saying you know, like. You know, you just have to go like this. This unit saw combat in nineteen forty. You know, from this date in nineteen forty forty three. Well, job done. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, but then conversely, I think the Soviet book. I'm going to be honest. I found Red Banner a little underwhelming, but I thought uh, Enemy at the Gates was an was an awesome book. And it, it kind of feels like they just wasn't quite enough for two books. It kind of felt like a book and a half kind of thing, which is why I think they should have just done one big book for each personally. Especially as they've come out literally one after each other. So if you're like a guy who goes on your local shop, all you're going to see is Eastern Front products for, for like a five-month period in a row. Yeah, man, but I mean, £12 so expensive. Oh, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it just feels like... it. Sure. Sure, whatevs. I'm wrong. Um, no, I, I get what you're saying. I, I think just from an event organiser thing, what Luke and I were talking a little bit about this today, about how, yeah, you could have a marker... Yeah, you can. You could have, and what I actually would like to see was the the service things. You know, like we were talking when we're doing the Fate of the Nation stuff about the guys who published that and they've been really open about their research. Yeah, and they mm. they put up the spreadsheets and said, you know, this was sixty, you know, sixty seven. This was seventy three. They'd have done that. That'd have been awesome. I'd love to have seen a little tag a tag system on this to say, yeah, like you said, early mid war, late mid war. Isn't that? pretty much what they've done with the book split not not really because a lot of the stuff carries over and there's like stuff that there's that there's in fact they've actually done it they've actually done deliberately there's some stuff in the savior but that actually shouldn't be there but they put it in there for balance points of view some of the higher at guns really and 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 the stuka the uh the second stuka shouldn't be oh the cannon stuka yeah yeah yeah. but there's, there's stuff like that but you know but like I say, I mean, but yeah, I, I, I do kind of agree. It's, it's kind of spreading a little thin. But looking at Ghost Panzer itself, I mean, and the armoured infantry, what do we think about, like, say, their um, armoured 7.5s half tracks? I think they're quite an interesting oh. option. Because oh. <laughs> you think they, they're giving you an anti tank 9 anti tank gun, it's obviously oh so mobile. It's kind of like a handy, like, um, backup to, let's say, Marders kind of thing. They are. Well, for well, dealing with those light units, especially with the 3.7s you get the normal half tracks. 
Well, 7.5 has not got a barrage. That's interesting. I thought it had. No, it, has, it hasn't. No, it's just it's just direct. I don't think they ever had a barrage in those ones. No, but a lot of those half tracks have, or a lot of those support gun assets have moved to having a barrage now. Yeah. That's interesting. They're well, really cheap as well. Yeah, that's why I think it's, like, it's looking like literally a 10 point unit for like four, four rate of fire two anti tank nine firepower three guns. It's. Ben, what did we say? We were talking about like the. Um, the breakpoints on gun AT and the armor wasn't nine an important breakpoint, or was it ten? Um, we had uh, a little bit of a theory thing about there was like armor six was a breakpoint. It's ten. It's, I think it's, it's ten because then because then you go for, then because then armor six doesn't come reliable. That's still pretty good though for a half track asset. I'd like to say if you, if your if your main worry is armor cars and Italian light tanks. Having that extra cheap unit of decent anti-tank, obviously it's still overkill compared to them, but it's still, but you know, it's a relatively mobile unit. It's also a core platoon. Exactly, it's part of your formation. Mm, Me back up per, per, per grills, was exactly the same points, pretty much. Then give you a bombardment, high firepower, and they look cool because grills are awesome. Automatic firepower indirect. <laughs> yes, I love when this is auto on the firepower. It just lets you know how much trouble you're in. <laughs> and then you've got the uh, the hugely phallic looking hornice as well. Yes, well, a hornice is an auto include for me. I, I say, yes, the, um, the elephant is like, you know, bare, it's, it's super cheap, but the hornice is basically you get two of them for the price of one elephant, and you're getting the same gun. And yes, you haven't got the armor, but you've got the range to sit back and just like not get in the range, if you know what I mean, to suit. Eight inches. Mm. Yeah. Is that is that one of the longest weapons we've got at the moment? I think yeah. it's 40s before, wasn't it? So something we were laughed about at the shop the other night was the fact that you, when you get down to a Hornies, outranges an M1 Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, I don't think we can compare the you know, Flames of Water Team Yankee, that kind of thing. You have to give them some divorce, but it's just like, yeah. The, the long bar 8.8 .8 outranges that are around one, you know, 105s and 120s in the Flames of War world. <laughs> That's a Yankee one. But I, I, I mean, yeah, but... I know so the Hornies feels like the amount of points I should be paying for a Marder, so I, I feel less bad about using the Hornies because it's overkill versus lots of things. Um, feels like the price is in the right place. I expect to pay for a self-propelled anti-tank gun. Very... Yeah, but you also get that thing of KV-1. Oh, yeah, you don't get a save. I must be. It was it was quite nice when Dylan's KV ones turned up. I just picked them off. Well, actually, bizarrely, like, that turn I couldn't roll firepower, so I, I bailed four KV ones. It was about killing. I think I killed killed one, bailed bailed four, or bailed three. How does the horny stack up against the toad ones? But are they? Um, I don't think they. So they are 14. slightly more expensive. They're two point. They're point more. Yeah. Yeah. Per each. Yeah. But a flat four up save. Yeah. What's that for the hat tank hunter? For the toe ones, it's flat the, four. Yeah, yeah, but it's the mobility. I think it's worth a point, isn't it? You can't get pinned. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it swings around a bit. But I, think it is. I think Flames War version 4 favours mobility over the save a lot of the time. Mm. Obviously, you guys, been, you guys played a tournament, you might prefer that opinion. But that, that was what I'm doing in quite a few games, is the inability to be able to barrel stuff. And I'm thinking that if you've got a, a fixed gun asset, you know, eventually you're going to get whittled down. Yeah. 
I mean, the only advantage you have got is you can probably touch that artillery directly because it's got 48 inch range. So if you can see it, you can probably shoot it. Yeah, so it's it is. I think I think the the, re the whole change in artillery to your re-rolling saves and bunk repeat for um, static guns just get a little bit more dicey. And if they have got yeah. that flat save, I, I I do wonder sometimes the points is quite reflecting that, especially yeah. stuff like the um, pack forties being more expensive than the Marders, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's the same for the Vesp, isn't it? The Vesp is like what eleven. It's, like it's more expensive, but only by about a point a gun, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. The sums. It's hard to do a direct comparison because it's four versus three. But if you yeah. sort of say like a, a single 10.5 is four point is sorry, 3.5 points. Whereas a single WESP is basically about just over. It's just nearly shy of four, isn't it? Yeah, just over shy of four points. So it's like, it's like slightly more expensive. But I probably... Yeah. But, I'd probably go with the West just because West would look awesome. This is like, and I'm not oh. paying, but it always be, you used to pay a big penalty for having the Wesps over the 10.5. So now it's not yeah. quite a huge penalty. Well, they give them a machine gun and stuff as well. They have the, I, 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 <laughs> I've got some. I'm not going to lie. I think you've got some as well, haven't you, Eddie? Uh, I'm going to have to wait till the box comes out. But, but they're in it. They're in the list now. I never got any time. I, I'm kind of going to have to get, I think I'm about to break now. But okay, I start looking at ghosts. I start thinking, oh, the Hummel's only five points more expensive. <laughs> I really, oh, I really, really love the Hummel too. Yeah, so it's just like, so I'm torn. I, I want some sort of self-propelled artillery. It's fair to say. Yeah. Mm. I like I, they both look awesome. They, they always have done. You just can go Panzer four chassis mad. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. There were no Panzer fours. Just lots of just Panzer everything chassis, derived so. from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, like, it's the only way you can get um, a 15 centimetre gun, um, a, long, sorry, a long 15 centimetre gun in, in the army yeah. these days is to humble. That's true. Yeah. you got two plus to t dig stuff out then as well. Yeah. Only three. Is it much more expensive? I don't know. Five points. Mm. Uh, five points more for free, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the, mm. one extra front armour, don't forget. Um, <laughs> Two plus right. firepower is brutal in repeat bombard. You do yeah. lose smoke though. Uh, but I mean, I can get some, more, I can get some mortars in the, in the armor grade. The opportunity to do the smoke. Yeah. Or you pay, or you pay nine points out and get a Neptune as well. I'd probably put a lot of points artillery at that point. I think you've got too much sunken artillery then. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Um, also, the mortars you can only ever have. Well, armored mortars you can have four of, four of, I suppose, but. That's, that's another six points. So, and then we've got the... What we got after that? Of the artillery? AA. So my AA? Mm. Yep. It's quite, I mean, that's kind of it. Mm, I mean, the quad, the quad AA is... I, I Again, I read as a model. I'm just not quite sure if AA's... This two semi-A is quite good enough when you're facing Sturmovics and, like... It's only A25, isn't it? Exactly. It's only yeah. 5 5 yeah. I... I yeah. And kind of, it's kind of a shame that the Toad A has gone gone the way of um, a lot of other things. Cause it'd be nice to have the three point sevens there, just getting. I was going to say when when did that come into service? Because I was expecting to see it, to be honest. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't realize because obviously in Team Yankee they got rid of all the Toad artillery. Yeah. And then in the first books we get for um, the Desert, they had both first the eighty eight. So I thought, okay, so they, they'll have the Toad AA guns in Flames of War, but that's it. I mean, the, the Russians didn't get their eight their um. 
85 millimeter um, piece. Oh, the monsters, yeah. Yeah, or, or even the Bofors. I don't think they got the Bofors in Red Banner, if I recall. Which is odd because, like I said, the Brits get their Bofors, and I say the Germans don't have their two centimeters or 3.7s um, as towed as um, towed guns. So it's like, all right, so we're not doing towed. We're not doing towed AA anymore. I don't mm. know. It's, it's a weird one. It's a shame because I really think that 3.7 would be quite handy versus Thermomix. It would be handy against yeah. light armor cars and things as well. It's, it's, a, it's a fairly yes. high rate of fire, you know, moderate AT weapon. Yeah, my st- yeah. my little 3.7 used to be great for shredding M5s. Yeah. But to be fair, though, the difference between the the ground-based and the unarmored is what? Just the tactical move. Well, you can't you can't take anything for the Germans, can you? So you're just using the models. Yeah. Yeah. You can use the models. Hmm. Stay three point sevens. You know, but yeah, sorry, yeah, obviously the gun as well. But it was interesting actually, though, because did you see like in the whole of warfare? Really, did you see anyone taking the AA? Uh, no, 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 I didn't. I mean, planes weren't exactly prevalent, but I saw no AA taken. At I could have done with some. Thanks, Jess. Oh, yes. <laughs> but there was just none. So I, I don't. I don't think this is going to change that dynamic. So I don't think they're that. I don't think they're useful enough to include. In all honesty, the Germans okay, anyway. Pretty one because the quad two centimeters just looks so damn cool. Mm. And you can mm. make them armored with the um, command card as well, which obviously gets some armor zero all around. I don't know if that's going to be better or worse than a four-up save for them. Uh, it's situational because you, you get the whole firepower. I mean, it's a firepower check to kill you as well. Yeah. Point. It'll just yeah. fail you, won't it? If you don't get penetrated. Or if you penetrate it, it doesn't kill you. It's... I think it's generally, generally better to be armoured. Except for some of the real... And then to face on some real high rate of fire stuff. But, yeah. So anyway, that's, um, I think that's pretty much Ghost Pans is covered. This you do. have missed the one, the, the most impressive list in the entire book. What's that? What's that? The Stug Assault Gun Platoon. Oh, oh of course, yes. Oh, I, I love Stugs as well, yes. That's not even to mention the Tigers. Was well, it not mention the Tigers? No. Okay, so yeah. Predators, and then we jumped to Ferdinand. Uh, so yeah, so obviously Tigers are in, as a formation of um, up to three platoons of the HQ. So you could potentially have uh, two, four, six, ten, ten tigers in here. <laughs> um, obviously For a minute, card, 200, 290 points. Yeah, and this is, there's a card to let you have tunes of four as well, so doing the late formation of it, as it were. But, I mean, yeah, it's... it's I know you were, you're a big advocate of the idea of doing a free tiger army, so... I, yeah, it won't be, it won't be the, the, that great in no. the same terms. It's a really easy army to carry around. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> that's why I'm, you know, happy the books are in twos because we only had to carry one book then. So let's wait. Yeah. Get the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Have the army book as my tray, and then uh, three tigers what? and a couple of wesps and uh, everything else. That's it. I'll tell you what. Be interesting to see is if your dice tin and dice weighs more than your army does <laughs> in grams. <laughs> I think it will. It probably would. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the Stug, um, the Stug formation is basically up to three platoons of Stugs, but it can also be ray-controlled demolition units, in which case it takes okay. up to two platoons of Bogwards. Yes. Bogwards. Uh, Bogwards? Bogwards. Anyway. Bogwards, yeah. yeah. Now, the Stug itself, obviously, you've got the option up to four Stugs, 
Um, yeah, only long now, aren't they? But only the long late ones. So you're paying mm. a lot of points. Um, yeah, they're pretty expensive. Oh, you can, have, you can have one STUH. Yeah. Yep. Which is the same it's points. Really? As, yeah, so we get a point saving for doing the stu. And that story's come back being rated fire once, arguably it probably should have been for a long time. Um, it's kind of not as appealing as it used to be. I still love them because they're the little stubby barrels they have. But... Yeah. I mean, it's got brutal. It's got brutal. It's it got has got like, uh... And it's got heat as well, so you can still get a fairly decent tank hit out of it. It's just mm-hmm. um, rare fire one's kind of a. I'd rather have an optimized platoon. If I could have like a platoon of three stews, I'd go for that. Hmm. It's also got less range, hasn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. Twenty-four. I kind of like the new rules for the Borgwars as well. Um, but they're a bit easier to use, while still getting the whole feel of being you know, yeah. demolition units. Not quite as OTT as they used to be. Um, they're relatively cheap as well, so you know, just as the tax wouldn't come in there. And hey, you got yourself ready control car units. <laughs> right, so shall we go on to Red Banner, guys? Well, I think, unless you want to talk about planes, yes. Okay, so that's Ghost Panzers. Um, I guess next we'll go to the Russian book, which is Red Banner. Red Banner. Uh, Banner. <laughs> Isn't that just like when the Hulk gets bored of being green, so paints... Okay, that's actually quite good. Um, <laughs> Strong my bear. Yeah. So Red Banner, we obviously move the time a lot timeline along to nineteen forty three. So we get a slightly newer model of T thirty four. We get for T seventy. We get um, Churchill tanks from the Brits as Len Lease. Mm. And we get some new fancy self propelled guns as well. Can can I just backtrack very quickly yep uh shirt shirts no i'm joking um i just want to comment that it's really are you guys as impressed as i am about the um the history sections of these books uh, yeah i think uh, I've, i find always a good job on the history yeah. sections they always do but the new style really gives well i've, I've found it, it's way a lot clearer to kind of get the flow of the the, the, the section of the battles the books are referencing i do yeah. kind of like the way they tie the formations into a unit and explain Shot yeah. show how the tank core builds up, how the what the formation had at that sort of um, time, so you can sort of see how the lists go. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the bits I, I like in, in the Africa books where you had like um, showing how the formations related to each of the, of the British battalions in the actual brigade kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think it got a little it, it got a little too stretched on the Africa core book as we discussed previously, where you know Night of Light ends up being a bit weird. I mean, just kind of the infantry section off. Yeah. But in general, it's been done quite well. And it's, it, it gives you an idea how you, how your formation should look to sort of tie in with these historical forces. And it gives you a bit of an idea why the formations look like they do as well. So I like it. It's, they, they, they've always done a fairly good job I mean, on presenting that, you know, sort of giving you a leader to sort of then do your own research on the back of. Yeah. So, yeah. No problems in presentation in these books, that's for sure. They, they've always been pretty high stand on that they are pretty yeah and when you, when you cut your teeth since... on black and white photocopied um home rule rule sets it's kind of a nice <laughs> it's be a nice step up onto it but, yeah. I, I think sure pretty, the purists pretty much, disagree <laughs> pretty much since they went to the, like the version uh the end of version two when they went into the version three style force force organization charts i've always yeah. thought they've done a good job of um the history sections at the same time just improved dramatically yeah 
So yeah, um, so I guess starting with obviously the armor, we're looking at. Let's look at the actual form, the actual force as a whole. So you've got um, two flavors of T thirty four platoon in the actual tanks and yeah. the hero tanks. You've got two flavors of heavy tank with the KV ones and the Churchill. So they're sort of no longer mixed units, but purely heavy tank units. Mm. You've got three flavors of infantry with motor rifles, hero motor rifles, and the recce company, what we used to call the Rotor Rudetsky or something like that, um, which yeah. are the guys in the actual um, M3 scout cars and the like. You can still draw in your formations from any of the gates. So you could, you could have like an M3 lead tank battalion taking all this new cool support because obviously they were still knocking about 1943. Probably not the greatest career choice, but yeah. <laughs> and then you've got, um, yeah, you've got, you got three. Three choice, three boxes effectively in your force support for um, self-propelled guns. So the Su-152 is the main box. The Su-76 has its own box. Interestingly, the Su-122 and the Su-85 share a box. You can either have one or the other. So um, I mm-hmm. think it's because the, the same the units got upgraded to that as they went along. So you got your flamethrowers, which the same as before. You got your light tank, killers, your artillery. I think a lot, of the, a lot of the artillery section is pretty much as is, same as tank guns. It's really yeah. self-propelled guns, so yeah. for support. So yeah, it's, you know, you've got a lot of new toys in here. And the actual format, tank formations themselves still look pretty much like they used to. So you've got HQ, um, one core choice of that, of that particular tank type, a optional tank choice, which can be either the same type or one of the other two light tanks, Valentine's or T-70s. And you've got your HMG and your mortar support. I think a big tech change here is that the actual um, SMGs yeah. have to be the same. You know, if, if your tanks aren't hero, then your SMGs are either. Which is, you see, you sort of lose that out from the, from the um, iron, um, sorry, the red banner enemy at the gate um, version of it. But it's not a big, uh, it, it makes sense. It, you know, a, a new formation is going to be a new formation, and a veteran one is going to be a veteran one. So it kind of makes sense in that respect. The actual T-34 itself, you know, it's slightly more expensive points-wise, but you do get uh, you know, cross two, which is a big boon, and that faster dash speed, which can also be... When you want to try and get these guys on a flank, it's going to be a big boon in that respect. You can get to position and then sit still next turn, try and avoid overworked. So I like it. I like, I like the um, mid, mid-pattern mid T-34. Two, a two-foot cross-country dash. Yeah. It's, with, it's, a, with a follow me and a four-up. Yeah, go 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 go, Christie suspension. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's moving. That is. I like to say, all right. So I, I I get a penalty if I if I move and shoot. Well, in that case, I'll just move and next turn I'll shoot. Yeah. Is that two plus hit? Isn't it? Because the armor's decent. But yeah. Anything that's shooting at is the side of five as well is pretty. Well, that's always been a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, so going into my game versus Fez, I was um and ah if I should be a hero or not. And I decided I preferred having that one extra tank over being a hero. And then, you know, it, obviously it helped that Fez was basically using a lot of anti-tank 9, rather there's no miles or anything in our game. Um, I felt like the T-34, even though I was being hit on 2s, although I was hit on 3s because concealed, I felt like we were in a pretty good position because obviously the front armor 6 was balancing a lot of anti-tank 9 fire. Yeah. And so I, I kind of liked I didn't find that the hit on two plus that much of a problem because I wasn't, apart from the tiger shot at me, I mean, it was a massive problem. Um, 
As long as I get the tiger out of the eyes, generally in a good position with it. Do you think that the size of the platoon is going to be an issue, though? Because they're, they're not going to be massive, are they? It's yeah, something you have. To, it's something you have. Oh, you mean as in you're not getting enough tanks? Which is that there. If you want to get a lot of other stuff in there, if you're looking at more than five tanks, it's starting to get, you know, up there in terms of you're only going to have the T thirty fours. Oh yeah, six um, tanks and thirty four points. Is, uh, it's it's still a decent sized formation, um, decent sized platoon. I thought. I I still I think you want to have a one maxed out platoon, and then you just take a lot. You just take a couple of really cheap tank platoons to bulk up the force. Mm-hmm. Or go full ten. I would. Wow. Yeah. Okay. If you go for HQ a full ten, I mean, that's um like say you've already got about sixty points worth there, but then you've got the option of taking your second choice as being either T seventies, which are yeah. no exactly. thirteen points oh, for ten, okay. or you go Valentines, which is twenty seven for ten. I mean you have you know about half of those upgrade down to six pound there. I mean, I I still think Lee's are the best tank option for Soviets. Unfortunately, I don't say unfortunately in a bad way, but the, you know the non-Soviet tank is still the best option. Yeah, but I'll try to avoid doing that because like, a because I like T thirty four and B because just let's just try and get past like not using Marders with Germans kind of thing. It's just a... <laughs> yeah. Um, but with, with Lee's, obviously, you also get access to Stuarts, and I think Stuarts are phenomenal for the Soviets. For their points, so but you know that's. Do you think that still holds true with the T seventy in the in the picture now? Also, yeah. it's overworked, admittedly. So, so is the so is the uh, Stuart. Is it okay? Uh, but no, I, I I still think Stuart is the be- is arguably the better option. What's it? It's, What's um, the difference? Both um, armor four two one. One extra, one extra shot, extra MGs. Is it faster? Yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely faster. T seventy is not exactly a speed. Yeah. Game. I thought the T seventy is better armored. Is it? Are you sure it's four? For the Stuart, it's not no, three. no, Stuart's are free. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, was saying, I, was saying, I was saying the T70 is four. Sorry, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But it's, it's, this, it's got two shots. It's got more MGs. It's more mobile. Um, and it comes mm. with Lees. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Important. Comes with additional yeah. Lees. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the, the crux, I think. Unfortunately. Um, I've always thought just that good. Thanks for war. Hmm? <laughs> um, it, I just, I just thought, you know. Yeah, I, these Lees are just a pretty damn good tank for the Soviets. It's because um, it, it's just it's not that it's not having that overworked. I think that's that's massive for Soviets. Um, the the one less armor than the T thirty four, but no overworked is just good. Is <laughs> is the difference between the hero and the standard T thirty four as well? Is it is it night and day or is it not too bad? Um, you get you you hit your hit and a free up. Your skills slightly okay. better, but um, I've bar infantry. I've never thought hero was worth it for Soviets because it's not really what I, I never thought feels what they're geared towards. Mm. You want the hordes. That's what Soviets do, and you know, and people. I think like Lee talked about this in chat the other day. Uh, people always talk about how they want like veteran Soviets, but they actually don't pay for it. And, okay. and I think that's the same thing here. People say, oh, I really want to be trained, I really want to be trained. But when they actually look at how many tanks they lose by being trained, just just like as Fez says, just double 24 inches on turn one through terrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and go, cool, you get one turn of shooting and then I'm going to be hitting your flanks and, and things like that. And generally, once Soviet, once Soviet tanks are in position, they, they you know, if you're using the right, they'll just kill whatever's in front of them anyway. Um you know, it's only really when you get to the really, really heavy stuff they, they will still struggle because they don't have any real good answers. 
because the SU-85 is too, too pricey. Okay. That's interesting, though. I mean, I was, I was toying with the idea of, um, the, you know, the, the T-34s being the core and um, just sort of running up, like you said, rolling something over. But I was thinking they were too expensive, but actually you, you talked me around because I didn't realise that the second platoon, or I hadn't clocked the second platoon other than T-34. Yeah, you don't. You don't, you don't, you don't run two T-34s. This isn't, like, this isn't how it used to be. This isn't late wars it was currently, where you would just run right. two platoons T-34s. You, you have to take the light options, I feel. So if you took the T-34s, would you go Valentines or would you go T-70s? That's, that's, the, that's the awkward. You'd probably go Valentines. Yeah, that's yeah. scare me. Good. Especially in this one where they can you can have the uh AT ten version. With the six pounder. Yeah. Mm. That, that, so that's half your your Valentine's right can be an up gun six pounder for a point. Yeah, that seems like a bit of a bargain. Yeah. Who's hmm? rustling something? Oh sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really coming through the mic. I was just literally about to send a message about it on the thing, just saying, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I say, I, I think you, yeah, the, you go Valentine's. I think there's a reason why you're seeing lots of safety infantry currently supported by Valentine's. It's a pretty good tank. It is a really good tank, and actually, the, the fact you can have six pounders, I think, is it makes it scarier for me. Like, as a as playing my medium German armor, I don't really want to see AT10, really. No. It makes me sad. <laughs> but I, I, I think that, that if you're looking at a full platoon of 10 valentines with half of the six pounders as the sort of second choice, that is really that is a bargain the the only thing i'll be careful with is of a six pounder version does not have an mg now normally that would be a massive issue but because mm-hmm. obviously only half of the platoon is that you've still got the mgs and the other ones mm-hmm. do you know what? i hadn't picked that up and yeah. you're right, it's got nothing. Oh. That, that, that's, always, that's, has been. Always, been, always yeah. has been, yeah. I mean, I only know it because I've used them. And in, in late war, it's less of an issue again because you've, at the moment, you run one of them and you run two platoons of T-34s. Well, the T-34s kill any infantry that try getting out of their foxholes. Mm-hmm. That is different to the British, though, right? The British uh, no, no, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure that's the six-pounder version. Just yeah. does not the only, have way, only way they could squeeze the six-pounder in was to take the machine gun out, okay. basically. What, well, and the whole one? I suppose they didn't have a whole one. Yeah, yeah no whole entry on the Valentine. I think because it was it's the infantry tank design at the time because the um, Valentine, uh, not Valentine, the Matilda doesn't have a whole mounted yeah. uh, MG either. It's always it's all in the turret. Mm-hmm. So you can support the infantry better, I assume, yeah. was the design process because then it's in the turret and it's 360. And yeah, also, they're, they're quite slow. And also they're slow, so you probably assume they wouldn't be shooting forwards very often. No, that's the true. Whole machine guns have always been a very limited worth. That's why they you know, eventually disappear. But yeah. it's, mm. it's one of those things that you know some designers have kept them for longer. And like I say, inflatable generally doesn't make them as bad, you know, as limited as they used to be in real life. So they get mm. a bit disproportionately good for what they are. Yeah. So while we're talking about machine guns, how about a nice rear-facing turret machine gun? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the K- so yeah, the KV KV one. So yeah. I'm. Um, I'm having an eyeing about this list because they're pricey, and the problem is there's a lot of good AT tanks going around at the moment, which just mints uh, KV ones. That's the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. Back in the old rock paper scissors day of old old mid war, KVs will either win you the game or, or not do anything. There was literally no midi ground on them, and I still think that's the case now because they 
because the gun they can't take on other heavy tanks, so they have to take on medium tanks. Yeah, which which makes them, and they're good against infantry, obviously. So it's they they are what uh, in sports terms we'd call the flat track bully. You yeah. give them the right situation, they will roll through anything you put in front of them. As soon as they can't deal with whatever's in front of them, they they they're buggered because they're too slow. And their their armor isn't good enough to take for when for the the top end stuff. I mean, they'll go toe to toe with Panzer IV, yeah, because I think they they works out their gun works out slightly better than the Panzer IVs when you compare their arm when you compare the armors against each other. Um, but you know, Tiger, no chance because you can't you can't you know get to Panther, you can't get on his flank. You're not fast enough. I mean, not unless you get really lucky and they eventually run out of board anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is the, um, is the S, and like we talked about this last time around, I don't know if the S and the, and the standard KV have changed dramatically between the two no. books. And the interesting okay. thing is these represent the guard units, and, they, and they've still got uh, awkward, lay- or whatever, awkward Layout, whatever it's called. Overworked. 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 And obviously that's one of the big, that was one of the big things before. Guard units did not have Hen and Chicks, obviously now replaced by Overworked. Now they do. Only on the KV one, though. Only on the KV one. Yeah, the S, the S, the S didn't have it in the other book either. And the S, I don't think the S is the S is that awkward point where I think it, I don't think sacrificing the armor for speed is worth it. Personally, I think you're better off just going for T thirty fours at that point. Okay, which is really what happened in real life. That was that was the thing in real life. Mm. It was. It's really kind of poor compromise. It's it's not really doing anything well at that point. So they sort of like. And I think that is what's happening here. I think it is exactly where the... If you're going to go fast, go cheap. Yeah. If you're going to go heavily armoured, go heavily armoured. You're kind of on, you're in this awkward middle ground where you're paying a lot of points to not do anything well, is the way I look at the S, um, unfortunately. If it had a better gun, if it had the, if it had the, if we had the KV-85s, which aren't even a card, which I was quite surprised about. Because mm. when they did the mid-war monsters, they talked about, oh, no, they actually use these, and actually use them in mid-war. So that was quite surprising. That wasn't even a card, as they have done the model. My pet, I, 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 I agree with what you're saying. My pet with the KV eighty five is they, when they became in the game, they that's all you ever saw was KV eighty fives. I agree. I agree. More, I agree. More so the actual, for some of the say yeah. just coming in mid war, it just became a bit disproportionately. It, it was. It's, it's a great tank. It really is. It, it, it wasn't as expensive as IS two. That's a good enough gun to go against other heavy tanks. It had the armor. Yeah. It had a moderate amount of speed. But wasn't it yeah. brought in and then almost instantly phased out? Uh, well, only because the IS yeah. appeared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but there's a lot of tanks like that. You know, you look at the British in the desert yeah. <laughs> in, in mid-war, where literally they have tanks for like a battle, and then they all die, yeah. and then they ask for more tanks, and they send them the new version. They send them new tanks, mm. literally brand new. You know, <laughs> they're constantly upgrading their tanks because they're for you attrition, know, yeah. It's for attrition, and then just because new tanks are being designed and brought into the field, and you know the desert was kind of the testing ground for most British tanks. It was, yeah. yeah. Uh, if any of our tank tactics actually been any good, uh, they might have had some more success with them. Um, what, charging around, <laughs> yeah. charging. Well, it's also the, you know there's a great there's a, if you actually want to go more on the desert, there's a brilliant series. I think it's called it's, I think the channel's called Tick T I K. And he does a couple of videos on British tank tactics in the desert and why they don't work. And it, they are because the units were unbalanced. The Germans had learned that like you had, they had everyone had too many tanks in their units. The Soviets, us, and even the Germans in France. And the Germans quickly went down to one tank battalion per um, per, per regiment mm-hmm. and two infantry. 
and we were still using three tank battalions or two tank battalions and one infantry. It was unbalanced. Yeah. Um, and that and he goes into great detail on why it was unbalanced. And it's really it's really interesting. Uh, especially in the desert, tanks didn't kill tanks. AT guns killed tanks. Yeah. Tanks broke through and killed infantry. Uh, also, did it help that um, British tactics tend to go piecemeal? You know, you know yeah. if we had master armor and used that armor advantage in one place, you know, so it worked out eventually by the end of World War One. Um, it, we could have, you know, it would have been a massively devastating attack. Well, it's quite funny, so that's what the French also did in France. Yeah, just went piecemeal. That's it. Yeah, but um, anyway, back to back to the point. But British tanks, same way. And well, this is why the tanks progressing quickly. And you also get this in. You also actually bring it sort of back to point. In, in Russia, the 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 Soviets had like five hundred tanks in the formation. They couldn't. They didn't have enough trucks to get fuel to the front line. Hmm. So they they all broke down because they just ran out of fuel, and that's why you see these you know the fields littered of T twenty sixes because they just physically couldn't keep them running. Um, so yeah, but okay. yeah, so 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 that's kind of point with attrition. So it was used, but really it's it's really a late war tank. What was it? It was like yeah. November nineteen forty three. It's all combat. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's even worse than the eighty five, and it's just really scraping into mid. Yeah, I mean, as we've discussed about other points as well, I I would tweak the way mid-war and late wars laid out. Yeah. I do reckon we'd probably end up hitting other units would hit the exact same problem if we did that, so I'm not saying it's the answer. Yeah. But, I mean, at least it would make the 85 make more sense because it would be in that curse to Normandy period, which I think should be the start, should be like a separate late war era. So, but, um, if, if the KV's not the answer, is the Churchill? Yes, I think the Churchill <laughs> is the tank. Because although you, although I could just say, you lose front arm, one front arm to the KV, you've got a better gun, they're cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think the I think the S is the same points costs as the yeah. normal as the E, which is I think it was a point cheaper we were taking. So it's it's cheaper. It's just as fast as KV one, if not slightly. I can't quite remember the top of my head. Uh, yeah. I think it tops out at fourteen. So I think the K yeah it is cross country. It is just like quicker than KV one. There we go. So it's, it's slightly quicker. <laughs> it's got a, got a better gun, and for that you lose one point of front armor. Woo! I'm one point aside. But you know, and you know, I just, I think it's a better tank just because that points break. Uh, when I was making some lists, just doing some like theory stuff, I think those points really made a difference. And and you've got a gun, which means medium tanks have to be wary of you. Whereas eighty, you know, we talked about like the, in the previous bit, Panzer fours, front armor knight, uh, front armor six. When you're front armor six, and, and we talked about the perfect points, you look at front, you look at eighty nine, especially at range, and go, I'm probably all right. Eighty tens when you start sweating because that's when a free is not good so 50 percent of the time you're safe 50 percent of the time something bad is probably going to happen and uh that's why i think the i think they that's where the churches are good um personally i mean i you know yeah. could be wrong i've this is this is a lot of theory stuff but the church is a great assault tank it's a great anti-medium tank tank and it's still got good enough armor that bar pack 40s martyrs and tigers you're not too worried yeah, I, I like them. I like the look of them. I've always liked Churchills. Um, uh, does unfortunately mean if if I'm correct, then two of the best like three or four Soviet tanks are all aren't Soviet. <laughs> but yeah, that's <laughs> probably always get back to the Soviets and in the diversion of flames war. It's always the Lenny's tanks are better. Yeah. And it feels weird because the T thirty four is always considered one of the you know, sort of design classics. But well, yeah, the argument is whether it's the best tank of the war. 
because it's the yeah. best round tank and it's really cheap to produce. And I, I guess the problem is one of its main attributes does not is does not is not represent on a get on a flames of war team. Exactly, yeah. The fact that just you know, there's so many of them they can yeah. build so quickly. Yeah. They they didn't care. You know, they, they they were built to last six months because they didn't last longer than six months. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, arguably, it doesn't hit its stride until the until the, the, the eighty-five millimeter version, where it gets a proper turret. The, the gun's better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think that even at this stage, you know, the, the Germans were wary of it. You know, they, yeah. uh, again, also at this point, well, actually, probably by curse, they are using them properly. But definitely in like Red Banner, they probably their tactics are still questionable, and they weren't they hadn't quite developed their tank doctrine properly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, by curse, they they have got proper tank doctrines and. No, they're probably just as skilled as the Germans of using their armoured formations. And then it helps that when you use your armoured formations, you outnumber the opponent's armour, like five to one, yeah. <laughs> at least. And that's not uh, a bad thing. I think it's telling that the, the, the T-34 shines against the German medium panzer. Yeah, which it should yeah, do, yeah. Which it should do, but you, yeah. you're not going to see it. So that's probably where some of that's going to come into gameplay, in all honesty. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's nice that people I'm playing with are generally going to play medium tanks. We have, we have medium tanks versus medium tanks, but in in a hardcore tourney meta, you're going to be... That's not what you're facing. You're facing lots and lots of light things backed up by a whole series of big guns. And yeah. Yeah, yeah and, that, and it's, the big guns that, it's the big guns that I think are the real issue for the Soviets, because they don't have many good answers. Uh, you know, you look at some of the support. Now... Um, you got the we talk about kind of mentioned already. You got the SU eighty five, yeah, which could be their answer. That could be their marder, but it's eight forty eight points for four, because it's fearless veteran and it's got veteran skill rating. Yeah, and that's great, but that's not what the Soviets want. The Soviets want something that's confident, trained, maybe what fearless, want, trained. Yeah. What I want is a SU eighty five. Just the day after they got it, so not venturing yeah. it. <laughs> they're still, yeah. they're still confident. Uh, the fearless is good. I'll come with the fearless, but just give me the ones that are careful, but not quite good enough to co- yeah. like, do the skipping around stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, because that's that's what that's what you want to find. And if they, that, they had that, that that eighty twelve could really be effective for them right now. But you're not paying forty eight points. <laughs> you know, even. Yeah. Even for the Bants, you're not playing 48 points for for, for all of them because I, mean, I even tried to fit them in an infantry list. You can't. <laughs> it just even in infantry, there's too many points. Take, you end up taking two of them basically. That's why. Yeah. I'm they, they were kind of cool, but they just yeah. It's too risky. That, cause um, it's their front. I mean, it's because they're front armor five. That's the yeah. biggest problem. They've got a decent front armor, so they have to be high points. Uh, you know. I think the greatest problem they've got is their range of the gun because they have to be dangerously close to a lot of things. They only range 20, 28. Yeah. yeah. They're going to have to be within threat range themselves, aren't they, to do anything? Yeah. And yeah. Then, then your front armour 5 becomes the issue. Yes, you can probably hang back and get an extra plus one to hit, the extra plus one to your armour roll, but yes. Yeah, I, 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 I like using them, but I do kind of wish I wasn't paying the points of the veteran. Like, you forget what I mean. That kind you, of... you really wish they were German because then they could have stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, that, that then that three plus skill would be worth it. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, because you know, then you could shoot and scoot and uh, and uh, blitz move, and then I think they'd be good. But the problem the Soviets got is they do one or the other. Mm. So you can ambush out and probably shoot and scoot, but then you're not in a good position to probably shoot next turn. Yeah. yeah I think I think. Gosh, you want to keep out of terrain though. Yeah, that's the other from the effort. But yeah, it, see that. Yeah, it, it could have been it could have been their murder, and unfortunately, it's probably their panther. I think it's probably the way of looking at it. I tell you what, though, I like the look of the SU series, though. One five two. So 
Oh. Um, I, I think it's the SU-76s. I think right now the SU-76s is a really good buy. It gives, it gives the Russians that artillery they need to deal with the Marders and that kind of thing. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. trained, so they've got a better chance of ranging in. Um, and they're relatively cheap, but they're slightly more expensive than obviously the towed guns are. But as we said before, the, the, the advantage of mobility kind of outweighs mm-hmm. that. And they're still, they're still like Tank 9, so you can use them as an ambush gun with rate of fire yep. 2. And, and your, your mincery light tanks were those. Yes. Yeah. And and that's the thing. I mean, that's what Soviets need. They just need stuff that mints if you like tanks. I mean, I've been taking a lot of Soviet artillery just because it's um, cheap 89 guns. But, I mean, the artillery part of it doesn't do much because it's their conscript. Um, so I think the, they get they just get replaced for these because I think they're, they're 15 points, is it, for five? Uh, 16 for five. 16 points for five. So, yeah, you, it's just better because the mobility... Uh, and I think in the other moment they're they're a solid they're a solid pickup I think for yeah. any any only so force because it's sixteen yeah. points to get some decent anti tank. It's hard to take a formation of these. Unfortunately, not. That's the thing. So. There's no formation card for taking a formation of two seventy sixes, which which you spelled to. I mean, I've, I say actually no, you couldn't. I I think you could in late war. But yeah, in late war, you could. Yeah. Yeah. You're not taking your formation of them. At no. Well, you might in the new rules, but in version three, you were never taking formation of them because yeah, they it, would just die to every. every yeah. Basically, at that point, infantry's looking at them and they're falling over. In late, <laughs> in late war, they're formation with the Su one two two, which is there's a Su one two two card, but not a Su seventy six formation card, which is right. I and, thought. I thought, oh, maybe, maybe it's going to be an option, the C-122 card, but no, not even that. Yeah. The C-122, I, I can't say that's worth it or not. I, 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 I like it. Mixed feelings, yeah. yeah. I, I think I can, it's it's one of those units, I think, that in the right situations, it's amazing, and then the wrong situation, you regret taking it. If it wasn't rate of fire one, it's like, it's like, the, mm. it's like the stew, I get back to that thing where I, they, they made them rate of fire two back in the day because they, were ne- they never felt as good as they should be. And then yeah. they bought breakthrough gunning, but kept the rate of fire too. They got a bit too good, and they got back to being rate of fire one. It's kind of. Oh, I, I think it's a big thing. It seems everything with break with basically brutal breakthrough gunning in the old days seems to be going rate of fire one. Yeah, and I I understand that because I mean breakthrough guns I thought got too good in yes. in the old game, and and I and, but but it's like the double nerf now. They don't automatically you don't you still get a save, and they're only rate of fire one now. And brutal wasn't quite yeah. Brutal wasn't quite as yeah. brutal as as breakthrough was yeah. Yeah, breakthrough was too, especially the German ones, which were like range thirty two. Yeah, was it? Yeah, so you start with most AT guns range and kill them. <laughs> it's like wow, this is fair. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. I think that's. And if you I want artillery, if you want artillery, but a lot more expensive, and it's like the C seventy six, where it's slightly more expensive. The C one two is a lot more expensive than the one two two. Yeah, and. And that seems to be the thing with the Soviet Soviets and uh, in this book in particular, the unit side of the seam, the gap between like the bog standard and the upgraded version is big in points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a lot of the standards because they're getting they're getting a bit of skills, and that's cool. But it, it just means that it's quite a hard choice between do I go for the really elite stuff, which isn't really the Soviet way, yeah, <laughs> or do I go for the cheap stuff? Um, I, would, I think SU one two two suffers from that armor five tax. Because that yes. armor five seems to be like a, a, a break point for some reason. Because if you compare them side by side with the SU seventy six, they've got one higher frontal armor. Yeah, yeah, their side armor's five, and they've got a top armor of one. They've got a slightly better gun. But you look at the, the cost for four versus four; it's almost double. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think that's big, that's big. definitely, I think, a big a big armor four does seem to be a big tax. And I think it's where the SU eighty five being for an armor five. 
breaks yeah, down as too. well. Do you think there's any place for the SU-152, he says, uh, looking at um, prices for 152s on eBay? Uh, 152. Uh, 152 is 30 points to two, to two, but it will kill everything. Um, it's a bit they're, they're, they're front armour seven, aren't they? Yeah. 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 So... Uh, Side of six. Yes. Yeah. I, I think they seem really good, but again, the... In the a city issue, fight, it'd be fantastic. In city fight, they're amazing. <laughs> The, the main cross thing, two, so even like the rubble and that's not their face. The main thing that worries me is pack 40s or uh, seven, five, seven 7.5 mils, as the centimeter size they're called now, because um, they are shredding them. And two of them is two of them. Once you killed one, obviously, you're on tests immediately. Mm-hmm. That's what worries me. Um, it, three up, though. Yeah, but I know you're saying it's free up. But that means one in three turns, you're probably going to fail, I guess, in your command. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, the, the, prob- the problem at the moment is there seems to be a lot of ge- lots of German anti-tank guns. And it, it, it Soviet seem... It's actually very much like it used to be, which probably means it's probably not the, the design. It's probably just the way things are. Soviets seem really good against Americans and British and Italians. They seem really bad against Germans. Because the Germans have that AT, which means all their armor seems less useful. Yeah. Was when you go against the Brits, and their basically best armor is AT is AT ten, because you don't mm-hmm. really see seventeen pounders that much. Um. Then, then all this stuff seems to make. Yeah. If, if AT ten is the best AT you're seeing, take these guys. They're going to kill stuff, and they're pretty, pretty hard to kill, especially at range with their front armor eight, effectively. Um. But the Germans have so much AT twelve. That you're paying a lot of points to die. To not yeah, save. AT twelve is an issue. Yeah, but and again, it goes back to those breakpoint things. I think AT twelve. You know, we were talking about ten being a break. I think twelve is a hundred percent the break. Yeah. But and, if you can get to that level, it, it makes such a big difference. And and again, that is yeah, it's the way it's always seemed to be with Soviets. I, I say it's probably just it's probably just the way that the stuff works out when you break it into like a flames war kind of matrix. Um. It, you know, it, it gets very meta dependent. If the Germans drop off a bit, maybe. Do we um do we want to go over the infantry before we look at the towed guns, or do you want to? I think the infantry worth talking about is the actual recce company because the other two are basically like as pretty much as they were in um. Okay. Um, if you if I can put the slightly negative hat on, they're slightly worse versions of. Yes, because they got less support and they have got the storm. And, and they got, I, I can't agree with that. And they got less. They got less integral support as well, so you, you don't get the flame. Throwers? Which one is it? You know, if you get two, the the ones in grey. You, you don't get two eight tank platoons, if I remember right, something like that. Um, when it's also the actual platoons themselves. If you look at the ones in, um, they do assault better. That's the one thing I'll say. They've got better assault rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look at them compared to ones in uh, Enemy of the Gates, uh, the Enemy of the Gates have four upgrade options. So you've got the MG, they hate the uh, mortar. The heavy, the flamethrower, and the um, AT rifles. These only get two of those. Yeah, and I can't remember they're missing one of the really important ones. I want to say it's flamethrowers. It might be AT rifles. One of those two is missing, and I think that makes a massive difference to actually how good they are. And because because the Grey Wolf list, sorry, Grey Wolf, because the enemy of the gates list can take all the upgrades. Mm. All well, the support from this. Yeah. yeah, I would just take it. I, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, it sounds a bit meh, but. The list just doesn't seem as good, unfortunately. You do so, get a tank platoon's core, though. That's the one big thing for the list. Yes. Okay. So to clarify, you can, take, um, you can take a, a red banner list with, yeah. oh, sorry, a enemy at the gates list with red banner support. 
Yes. yes. The formations, the formations, the formations get dragged into this book. Yeah, Be- so because you couldn't, you couldn't take Amy Gates' support into here, but you could take the formations. Yeah, yes. uh, because okay. because basically, um, you know, there are still rifle companies running around. Yeah, or rifle battalions, but obviously there's no list in here for them, so that's why you you know you pass that over. Um, and I said because of that, I think you know you just just run that list is slightly better in my opinion. I, you know the, the options, and also the one in um, grey, uh, red in enemy of the gates. You get you get far better cards to upgrade them because you can make them naval. You can make them uh, NV was uh, NVDK, NVDQVK, yeah. whatever you know. There's more cool options for them as well. In yeah. so, but anyway. right. So the recce company then. Yeah. So obviously much smaller platoon, so you only get six SMGs teams in a platoon, but they're backed up by three scout cars or three half tracks or up to six universal carriers if you take the card. Mm. So you can get a lot of firepower down the platoon on the, on the move. Um, they assault on two, they hit on twos and assault, so even if they're small, they can really mess things up on the assault. You just got to get to that point where you, you know just don't die beforehand getting up to the assault basically. I I I no, think they're gonna be. No Ura, that's the only thing I will note. They don't have that six inch assault range. The, but... the other the other thing as well that I bit annoyed about well not annoyed about, but it's kind of a, the, the flamer is only in the unmounted version. Yes, yeah, it always used to be in the other one, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and and, and this reminds me because I remember loving Rotor in late war and then going to do them in mid war and the units are smaller and they always were. So I'm assuming that's an organization change they made in late war. It must be, yeah. Um but I think these could be a good support formation. Yeah. So I, I used a platoon of support in my game against Fez. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, because of what Fez is using, they didn't really do much in that game. But they did come on to sort of try and contest the objective. Um, I just failed morale <laughs> check on that. I, and t- the, tiger, the tiger scared me off, quite understandably. Um, I just think, uh, yeah, they're, they're one of those units. They're very small, so you've got to be careful. But, um, again, I think they could be useful, even just as a platoon, just be that mobile, yeah. sit around, jump on the objective if the enemy gets too close kind of thing. Well, uh, 50 cows will mess the up anyway, won't they? And 50, 50, they've got 50 cows, the white cars, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, it's yeah, the it it's the awkward thing at the moment is the white cars are really hard to find and the half-track option is really easy to find, but the half-track option is only an MG. And... Yeah. And it's quicker, though, because I mean, obviously the white yeah. scout cars are only um, are tactical 8 and terrain 8. Yeah. yeah. They're quite slow, cross 5. How much is the formation? How badass they do look, though. They, they I do love look badass. I, I love the guys hanging off them. That, that, yeah. That's why I always, that's why I always love the army because you just have the guys hanging off. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like the guy the like SMGs and stuff. They they look awesome. Um, and say in, in late war, they used to really pack a punch, yeah. really pack a punch. Or well, they still do, obviously, because that's still the current list. Yeah, I think uh, that's it. In mid war, they they are valid a valid choice as a support as a support platoon. Yeah, because the problem because oh, sorry, sorry, Ben Duncan. As I say, you can take a formation of them by the look of it for about twenty points. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah, they're really cheap. Um, the the main thing, I, the the mm. other main thing as well is a lot of a lot of people running like Hero uh, SMG company or uh, a Hero rifle company with with the tanks, and that just worries me because that gives you a really squishy target to hit. Whereas I think these guys could be that you know a platoon of these, or if you take a formation, a couple of platoons just behind your tanks. Yeah. Especially like we talked about, you know, some tanks not having as many machine guns. Well, here's some inter- here's some machine guns you can put in amongst them. Yeah. Uh, and and they the guys who can go off and try and kill the try and kill some armored cars mm-hmm. to let your tanks actually do what they should be doing. And they have got spearhead as well, so they have even have a secondary mm. a secondary choice you know, yeah. in your yeah. army. That's why I think yeah. the formation because I think that that 
even if it's only a self-contained, like you said, flanking force almost. Yeah, I, I don't think they're a bad option. The issue, again, we talked about is the tank formation is struggling for points as it is. It is, yeah. And so putting yeah. these in... Sorry, I'm just, I'm just reading through. You can get the flamethrower in the dismounted platoon. Yeah, but I don't think you want the dismounted platoon. That's the issue. They um, also get scout. They do, but we're talking about, but it's the, I think you're really taking these guys for the 50 cows on the white scout cars and the scout. The recce, the recce, the, the, I'll say dismounted recce is unfortunately a four-man team and plus a hate flamethrower. So, but you've got scouts, you can sneak up, which is also quite yeah. handy. Yeah, I and mean... Guys don't have the scout, obviously. No, not the, not the Soviets, no. And I think there's a card given like um, uh, Matt Muppers motorcycles as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, if you can find if you can find the models, yeah. I've I'm got sure. some. I think I've got enough for one platoon somewhere. I'm have to revisit this option. Um, I, and also for some reason, I always love I always love the old um, universal carrier option because they always mm. look really weird with Soviet crew in. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, and this is no offense to anyone who's ever knew listening to design them, but I don't know if they might have been too big or something, but they just looked a bit awkward in there. You know, it's, it's, that, it's that kind of thing, like, when you're at school, you show your teacher in Tesco's. <laughs> and, you know, it's that awkward thing of, like, this this doesn't seem right. You know, you're not wearing a suit. What's going on? Um, that's how these guys kind of felt to me. I don't know. That's probably a weird analogy. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Bulky. yeah, I don't know why. It's just something about them. It's like, this just isn't right. What are you doing, guys? <laughs> it's a probably a classic thing, a 50 millimeter. Man figures in a one one hundred tank, yeah, yeah. But, um, um, I think that's it for everybody. Also, you got the, we still got all the old tow guns, katushas, um, still a bigger template now. Oh, yeah, they're worth talking about katushas and, and nebs through the fact that they've obviously they're both salvo. Yep, yep. So you've got the bigger template, um, but also you've you've gained repeat bombardment that you still use the same ranging in rolls. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think they seem all right. Um, the Kachuskas, I think, is hard actually just keep them alive, which is the main issue for them because they only got five up save. There's no observers, is there, to recall the firing? And that's the other big issue. I mean, you, you can get a devastating bombardment on turn one with them mm. if you're attacking, and your Soviets, you're probably attacking, and they are only eight points for four. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hardly breaking the bank. Um, and as we talked about, mobility is quite important, but again, if you hear by artillery. They only got five up save. They're probably dying. The, so the salvo, I think, is really important in actually completely hmm. covering an objective. No, no, I I agree. I think salvo is important, and if you can get, especially if you can get your opponent in an awkward position where they want to keep their artillery on to deal with your kachushkas, but that means their their frontline force, if they're like half, you know, uh, 60 percent on, is a bit weaker. Yeah. That might that might not be the end of the world. Uh, I think I definitely think they have a role, and I definitely think you need some. Or some some form of Soviet artillery whenever you're taking a tank formation or whatever. Um, I just I haven't quite worked out the right balance yet. And a couple of games I have had with them, I've tried a few different anti tank artillery options, and I'm not really happy with any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Hammy's recommended I try the just the bog standard mortar platoon next, the the eighty one or eighty two millimeters whatever version of the Soviet. Yeah. And just because they're quite cost effective, there's six of them, and they're really dead dirt cheap. They are. Properly dirt cheap. I, I played them twice at um, Reading, and the only thing mm. I would say is that they're, they're doing one thing. Yeah. Pretty much, and they've got quite a short range. In in fact, in one game because we were playing lengthways, the more platoon had to run for two turns to actually get into to range to do stuff. But I think they're definitely 
I don't know why you wouldn't include them because they are, like you said, cheap as. I, I, I think you have to take a second platoon of something if you're taking them. Though I think that, I think that's the downside to them. You, you could you could like see yourself only taking one platoon of like some of the other artillery. If you're taking mm-hmm. them, you need a second platoon of artillery. But they're so cheap, it probably isn't that bad a thing. And obviously, there's six of them, so you're probably going to get line of sight to most of the board. Uh, yeah, that was that was the other thing. If you stream out in a line, yeah, um, you, you can spot quite easily. Well, you at least have line of sight, but yeah, but they're, yeah they're, they're, they are basically what, well, they're what you need to some extent just to dig out infantry, which is, mm. if you're going heavy tank or something like that, then you need something to be able to do that. Cool. Okay. Anything else about the Soviet book? Uh, some of it's the same, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. You can get that cool card turned to a veteran stomach pick, which makes it super expensive. Why would you? <laughs> I, I guess it makes the rockets worth. It worst, makes the bombs a lot more useful, which can get the bombs, heavy I mean, tanks. Yeah. But, you can get to your okay, top five. five versus top five or two. And, and I, I guess it, I guess you could argue it's worth it because they're probably not going to die. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but you are spending a lot of points for something not to turn up on a four up. It's about 16 points then, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's the same amount as it gets to the point of like the Henshaw 129, and I'm not sure you're going to see them either because they're just so many points. Mm. Um, cool. Okay, then. So, on to listeners' questions, is it? Ooh, yeah. yeah. And can we take a quick break? Because I need a piss. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I might join you. Not. Oh, hold on. That got weird. Um, <laughs> uh, how do I edit this? Uh, okay, bye. Okay, so readers' questions, the section we still haven't thought of a better name for yet. Um, <laughs> now, a lot of the questions that we, we, we got a very good number of questions, a lot of which we sort of, some of we, we just um, dealt with in the actual discussion on the Facebook. And a few of them we've recovered now, either between this podcast or the Warfare podcast. So if we don't read your question, that's because basically we've, we think we've recovered yet. We're just going to deal with the ones we haven't covered yet. So I think the first one I saw that was worth covering, we haven't recovered, is Vincent's question. What would you play, or how would you play, in a Tiger Company in Midwater to make it competitive? Now, I know, um, do, do, we yeah. want, do, do we want to do the Mark answer to this? <laughs> <laughs> I think this, this question, would you take it to win a tournament? No, but would you take it to actually you know, get, a, get a decent mid-table? I think, it's, I think that's achievable. I don't, think, I don't think you'd embarrass yourself at a tournament with a Tiger no. that way. It depends uh, on the points. Yeah. You know, let's, say, let's say 109. Yeah. Next yeah. Point You're going to a 70 point tournament with, with a tiger company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sort of edits itself at that point, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, by the time you get your free tigers, that's already used up a good, just shy of 90 points, hasn't it? They're about 29. Yes. Yeah. 87, isn't it? Yes. No? yes. Yeah. 27. Okay. So for me, the, the thing that, that Tigers really miss out on is, um, you know, for, for aggression, is some form of bombardment. You need you need to dig out dug-in infantry with anti-tank gun support. So, for me, it's going to be a platoon of probably Wesps. Citation to 98. Um, and then, <laughs> what a not... The, the card lets you to move your free range bombardment because that's 100. <laughs> um, I, I probably wouldn't bother any cards to be honest. Um, it would be, it would probably be, a, you know, something with some MGs. Um, so maybe a recce platoon, 
to kind of if you if you're aiming for about 100 because you could probably squeeze that in um the main thing you'd be worrying about there would be reserves just if you get a mission reserves you really are screwed if you haven't got yeah if you need your 40 points of reserves at that point that's gonna be very difficult to squeeze in it yeah yeah you can only do it with two tigers pretty much no two, you can do one tiger in the west yes exactly bang on but man that leaves you short there's yeah, two yeah, tigers yeah. and three armor cars. <laughs> I, I don't know what you do. I mean, I I had that situation, uh, didn't I, Eddie, with like where I had a, a tiger and three armor cars defending two objectives, and it was just yeah, you can't get yourself in that situation. How many how many armor car pursuits can you get? What total? One as in a hundred points. No, no, no. In after you take you three tigers, you're playing hundred points or. Let, let's, 20, let's, it's 23 points, so it's, they're about two points a pop. Yeah, see, so get back to what the so, Marcants would be, which is I'd take my three Tigers and take an armoured car formation. Yeah, yeah especially then, paying the 107 points, is that the, that's the new to- point? I thought it? it's 109, something like that, yeah. 109, whatever, yeah. Well, it's, it's ridiculous, whatever it is, but uh, yeah, if you're doing that, just take two armoured car formations. If you're doing you that, can't. you can't, so you're going to take one. The, okay. take two the cars take the yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, then you need to take the Italian tanks and an armor car formation. <laughs> the Italian tanks you can do for 19 point, 18 points. What the L3s is that? Mm-hmm. You can take auto blinders if you really want to go armor cars. You can take an auto blinder company. That is pick bling. So, yeah, That's I think all the, all the... Yeah. Words, words could not explain the rage seething <laughs> inside right now. Well, the answer was the answer was how do you win with a tiger company, and that's the answer. I mean, right. you, you you are literally just you are playing the system at that point. Which, yeah, because yeah, force will not use this anyway, historical or anything like that. Tunisia, maybe. That's the difference between you know if you want to be if you want to win, that's what you yeah. do. If you want to yeah. be competitive and have and a do, game, there's army. Yeah. yeah. I was just answering the question. He said, "How do you win?" Yeah, he did. He said, "How to be competitive." Had to be competitive. Oh yeah, well, well, I was, I was doing the, I was just answering for Mark because he's not here. Right. <laughs> it was a Mark answer, yes. That was a very Mark answer. Yeah. I did say I'd give the Mark just, answer. Just a, you know, a mid-max list of taking heavy tanks and lots yeah. of city support units and and playing it that way. But you know, end of the day, they are really fun to play with. Ninety percent of the time, ten percent, it's going to suck, either for you or also for your opponent. Because yeah. if you're if they've been unlucky enough to pick a list that doesn't have any answers to it, then it's it's actually yeah. quite a boring game that way as well. It, it's always the, it's, it's always the way of these extreme lists. I I can remember um, a late war tournament I went to years ago. I can't, I can't remember. I took I took something really extreme. It might have been a KD eighty five list in late war, and mm-hmm. that basically went six one or one six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it wasn't really funny the way because either I just turned up and went, oh you got medium tanks well I've won then. Or my opponent rocks up and went, oh, okay, I physically can't really kill these things in the front, and I'm too slow to get to the flanks, so good game. And, I mean, things probably be different now because of the speeds and the fact you can, I could, you could double and you don't just die by doubling like you yeah. used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, but obviously that is still the thing. Whenever you do something extreme, and Tigers are extreme, you're going to have some some bad matchups, you're going to have some good matchups. And But, you know, at the end of the day, you're winning with three models on the board probably. Yeah. I mean, the the other option you could do for your Tigers would be to try to add one Escort tank, depending on where the points break is for the reserves. 
by adding the eight point escort tank you can sometimes just get it you only have one tiger in the escort tank in reserve yeah but then you'll be left with just two tigers on the board it, it, yeah it's a, it's the same problem from a different angle yeah the the one thing I would say, having played them, though, they are, it is fun because you really have to think. You've got so mm. little resource that if you don't um, play it well, um, you are going to lose. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's a bit like playing on a knife edge. The whole time you do feel engaged, it's, there's no way you can just fob off a turn because if you do that, you're you're way behind the eight ball. <laughs> every every, every armour save becomes its own sort of, um, sort of emotional ride, as it were. Yes. It, exactly. Everything matters. Now, I mean, one of the funnest games I ever had in, um, which again you could still do, was was running Vitman's army properly. You know, uh, with Vitman running around just in the in the middle of the opponent opponent's army, you taking advantage of all the or get, taking advantage of all the crazy rules he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that really comes down to your opponent trying to kill Vitman before he destroys their army. And it's <laughs> it's a good it's a really good fun game, especially if you do themed against some British like reluctant veteran British stuff. Yeah. Uh, as a desperate, like, just get back in your tank and we get a rear shot. Oh, hiding, <laughs> <laughs> making tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to stop, why? Because we've not had tea this morning. Yeah. But, but the enemy's nearby. Tea. <laughs> get on, boy. <laughs> three, three tigers in Dunkelgale with three color camo are definitely um, next on my list. Did, does that have interest? Is is that why modern British tanks can make tea on the move? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the lesson from Norman? That was the lesson they learned. Yeah. <laughs> don't get, no, but no, actually, on all seriousness, the answer is yes. That's precisely it. <laughs> they didn't want to... Um, I mean, there's lots of reasons, but one of them is if a crew's in the tank, you know, is, in, is comfortable staying in the tank when the crew is in the tank and ready to go. Yeah, it, it's, it's not it's not a thing to dismiss. as you know, it's, it's a, I, it, it can provide an advantage in that respect. Especially I, I, in the NBC you know, environment you get into as well. I, I'm just, I'm just amazed. No, none of our enemies have ever worked this out. Like, you know, if we ever go to war with Russia, the first move is just to go and bomb all the tea factories, <laughs> yeah. and we immediately surrender. Yeah. The Americans that's, had the that's, right. That's, idea, that's tea. <laughs> the Americans that's are. That's, what they after, that's that's where they went after the Boston Tea Party. Yeah, that's right. Here's, here's where it hurts. Yeah, we've just starved out all the colonial troops currently in the United States <laughs> by removing all their tea. <laughs> I think it's more, yeah, it's more a case of they're going to, um, the, the Russian warfare tactic is not to bomb anyone, but to threaten the release of a genetically modified tea eating disease. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce your commands, our Russian overlords. Yeah. Oh. I, for one, welcome my new fine Russian overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, next question. Right, but yeah, no, uh, do it. Play Tigers. Tigers are great. Tigers are great. So, they're great. Um, Adam Coxer. Should, no. Italian, should Italians be able to take Panthers as support? No. no. Next question. Next if question. you ever find yourself doing something that Adam Cox has suggested, what you does he mean? Surely the follow-up question is, Adam, are you going to paint the Panthers grey? Right. <laughs> he, he already has yellow Panthers in all fairness. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, his grey tanks are wonderful. We are, we are just taking the mick out of him just because. He's out of it. Maybe the grey Dianas was probably a touch too far. <laughs> um, okay, so next question um, um, was William White. Um, do the Americans still have the tools to take apart the new list with the ARPs, M10s, Lees, and Shermans? ARP is American Armored Rifle Platoon. I bloody um, hope so. I've got a spot. I, 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 I think I do think that they're in a pretty good spot. 
Yeah. Um, I think I'm a really strong list. I, mm. I'm I'm thinking Sherman's. I think they're too personally. I think they're too pricey. Yeah, they're they're not cheap, but no. they there's a there's a couple of th- yeah. Obviously, there's stuff that you a lot of the thing with the new list that everyone's coming out with. A lot of it is like focusing on a couple of particular units, but quite rightly, as everyone says, you've got to focus on the army as a whole. <clears throat> and there's a lot you're very good at tearing apart core formation units and just ignoring the big stuff, or even just hindering it. You know. Mm. Yeah, I, I think they're still they got they got access to like the, the M10s, the Tank Tank 12, the Sherman's yeah. a good all rounder, and the, and the and the armored rifle platoon is fantastic bit of kit. So yeah, obviously yeah. taking a bit of a hit because we've already talked about because the bazookas aren't assault monsters anymore. But at the same time, you still got to whittle them down because you probably can't assault five bazookas. The, yeah. The one- the one thing I think it does have going for it, which no army really has apart from maybe the Soviets, is a lot of cheap barrage and um, a cheap plane to hinder low armour, uh, high AT yes. assets. I, I really, really do, because you've got the T-30 half-track and the mortars, which are like five points or something ridiculous with two four-up barrages. And then the Warhawk, um, it's got the 50 cows on it. Um, and it's also got a bomb. So you've got potentially three barrages if you need them, and was it six shots? Yeah. Four hooks. So I think that from that perspective, if you're talking about like you know, gaming the meta or whatever, I think they've got some very good tools. Yeah. Along with the command cards that make them, you know, with your reroll reserves, with the ability yeah. to uh, reroll your support, a bit yeah. the the risk of losing control of them for a turn. So. I- I missed if you said it. The um, what's it? The uh, the their their platoons seem pretty good. The what? Sorry, the, their scout platoons. Yes. Yes. The armored recon. Mm-hmm. Mm, they seem really good. So that that seems like a good buy, especially at the moment. So like a yeah. formation of can you take you can take a formation, can't you? You can. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think they've got the tools to be competitive. It's weird you don't see many Americans at tournaments though. No, they died off. I don't know whether that's because of the release schedule. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was one at Reading. Uh, there was none at Crawley. So, you know, it's that 30 old gamers, one list. Mm. There, there is oh, a so part you're, of- you're doing them, Adam's doing them as well, sorry. Just to- yeah, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's told me all the secrets. Pain <laughs> Gray. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on my Sherman company now. But- yeah. Your tank destroyers are horrible as well because the M10's got front armor five, hasn't it? Yes. And they can take three, I think. And it doesn't air command, isn't it? Like Stuarts or something. So it's really cheap. It's two, um, two Stuarts who are overworked, um, but they're hit on threes, not twos. Yeah, they, they just go and hide somewhere, right? Yeah. They they just they just stop the infantry assaults. That, that's yeah. the biggest thing I can't decide is whether the Stuart is amazing or bad for the Americans because they're hitting on twos um, I know we talked about Soviet ones but the difference is Soviets get 10 and they're a bit cheaper um, um, I, I don't know like, if you took a, a maxed out company of them with like an armoured rifle company whether that would be just quite scary but then I guess I don't know uh, are the Americans are the Americans just lacking decent ranged AT no they've got it in the M10 so what I, they're I'm a lot sure. of points aren't they mm, you get four four in I think is three or four is, is doable. 
yeah, as, as a support platoon, they're pretty good. Yes. I think it's doable, but you're right, they are expensive. But in, in the world where KV1s exist, mm. um, I, think, I think you need them. Are they that yeah. good against KV1s, though? No, they are something. 80-12. Yeah. yeah, I know the they're 80-12, but the problem is most other stuff that's good against KV1s can't be hurt back. They can definitely be hurt back. But you've got no other option with the Americans. If you, if yeah. you don't take them, you have nothing over 80-10. It's what we kind of talked about earlier is why I think the Soviets are better against the Western Allies. Yeah. yeah. They should have joined with the Third Reich and invaded Europe. <laughs> well, they did. That's the Molotov, the Molotov tree, wasn't it? Stop. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but no, that, that they did follow through. That's a problem. Yeah. That was against yeah. Eastern Europe. That doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> and let's face it, they invaded once when the Polish had lost. True. Okay. So last question is from Hammy. Um, one army of five at the event have both Mardis and Diana's. Is this a temporary blip or real problem building for the game? Um, Do you think it's a problem? It's, 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 it's something can be countered. I, I, yeah, I think if you have the right tools, they're not, they're not the be-all and end-all. I think the problem is that they offer too high an AT for too cheap a price, and I think the Diana should be restricted more. I, I, I think they should be in the same slot personally, so you can't take both. Mm. Um, I think I, I do feel this is so going into a bit of like game theory stuff um, and using an example from like 40k back in the day because it's probably the best example I can think of the problem you've got is you could probably take a list that would take that apart and the example back in the day was like when you remember like when I'm sure you know when like seer councils just wrecks 40k you nothing could beat them because they had the vulnerable save of reroll and all this but the one list that beat them was great was grey knights but grey knights sucked against everything else yeah. and I think that's the problem the list that would take apart the martyrs and the diners reliably probably would lose to most other lists so you're probably not going to face those top end lists. So I, th- I think I think that that's what I'm at the moment. At least with the current tools we've got, things might change. You know, these and that's that's the thing with a miniatures game. You know, new a couple of new units come out, and a couple of new lists come out, and the whole dynamic of what what could be good or not could change. Like it'd be very interesting when these Panzer one, uh, Jag Panzer one comes out. Uh, when we get the, the, the points, you get the points for it. It does worry me, but it might change those, this dynamic again. Because if you're taking them, um, I, I just I, I'm, I'm just that's you know. That probably be a really but, good counter to the dynamo. <laughs> to, to the list of The problem we have, oh, I have with Marders and Dianas in real time is is being able to shoot them. So you, I think you need, and I think that's where you need planes. And I, I think that's where it will, the meta will shift is um, because they can hide behind a wood, blitz in, and then scoot out. It's not reliable, but they can do it, and they have done it to me. It's fairly um, reliable. It's fairly reliable, and just. It, they only need they don't need to blitz they can move into the wood and shoot um it's when they need to they can put that at where they want the, it they the, need um, to yeah. stop pressuring them I, I agree the important role is really the blitz move because you don't pass it you potentially don't move them anyway and they can't yes. be seen and if you are blitzing into into through terrain you're now probably at worst a five plus to hit probably a six plus to hit yeah and i always say veteran sees the best armor in the game or it, it, cautious it. is the best armor in the game now. Update that. So, so I, I do agree with that. I think that's a really valid point. Um, it, I think know, armor cars are big, a bigger problem than Marders and Dianas. 
Uh, well, the problem is the problem is it's armor cars with with Dianas and which just in general they give you access to stuff. Mm. I mean, the most extreme example we had at Warfare was that someone uh, who I played, which you know, no criticism on them, but their their core formation was seventeen or eighteen points in an eighty-eight yeah. point list, and that's yeah. seventy points of support. So it's all the heavy lifting is being done by the support. But the problem, the problem, well, this is to, to come out from a different angle. The problem is that the main focus is on winning games irrespective of the other points of the hobby yeah you know yeah. It's, it, well, yeah, which okay yeah you, that it is a game and you want to win but but but, oh. this, but this is particularly talking about like you know hammy's particularly talking about people who want to go to tournaments and play in tournaments yeah. so that's that is their their main hobby yeah that's their part that's the thing and you know and it's although it's a fair comment and you know like i'm especially with flames of war i'm nowhere near as hardcore like tournament players i used to be um, it's still an element of the hobby. So from their element of the hobby, that currently is an issue. Yeah. Whereas if you like more casual players, it's not really an issue because you're probably not going to see it as much in casual games. And if your opponent does keep taking casual games, you can probably have a conversation and go, you know, but I'll come and play you, but please can you leave that Diana list at home? Could play something else, play something more fun. You know, we, we let, let's, let's do something else because, you, know, you, you know, we're having a verbal contract to play a game. We both want to have fun. At a tournament where... People do turn for fun, and tournaments can be fun. But there are people who are legitimately there, and it is fair. It's a tournament who want to win the tournament, and that's where this. That's where I think this is an issue in that environment. Just throw shade. Um, if they need <laughs> that to win, they're not a good player. Well, it's, it's the, <laughs> uh, probably they Rick probably Trump. are a good enough player. For those, it's, you know, but they're looking at they're looking at you know the percentages. If if it makes them ten, like one percent more likely to win by taking that, well, that's that's an advantage. But no, I I I, I yeah, it it's I love the new way you take formations and you can have multiple formations, and mm. I also dislike the way you can do it because it does open up some abusive stuff. There's a few um, things that could, do, that could be done with being controlled a little bit tighter than they actually are. I think that's one of the things. Yeah, I think that is a fair way of doing it. If a, li- a little bit a little bit more restriction, and I think things wouldn't be quite as min-maxy. Um, I think potentially the way you get you potentially could get around this to a point is you can say half your points at least must be in core platoons. Um, um. I think that could get around it to a point. I'm not saying it would completely get rid of this problem, but if you think you're saying that you pay 17% of core core points, yeah. Well, also he's now got to do another. What we're we looking at there, like 25 points ish, off the top of my head, and it's not exactly accurate, but off the top of my head, no. Um, he's got to do another 25 points. That that's probably a couple of platoons gone. Yeah. So. It it is one of the, it's one of those things. I mean, to be honest, it's. You're right, it, it depends on what environment you're taking it into. I mean, if we're talking, you know, like you said, the Grand Tournament-esque play, which I know is not Eddie's bag at all, and it's not my at all, but it, it, it has got me puzzling about stuff. And, and actually, do you know what? The biggest thing I had puzzling over when I played the last few ones was blue on blue. But I hadn't appreciated how devastating German kit is the German kit. Oh, yeah. It sounds stupid, but um, I, yeah, just hadn't really... Th- or thought or fought against it. So um, I think that, mm, I think planes are part of the answer. I think artillery could be because they're, they're low, um, they're low art top armor as well. I know it's not great. 
Um, I think definitely Sturmovics are definitely a good buy at the moment. I mean, it's a unit I actually completely poo-pooed when I first saw the book. I was going to say, really? Because I've heard no one say anything about Sturmovics. Oh, you talk, um, there's a big discussion. I think Sturmovics, because, I mean, they're not fantastic, but the AT-5 hitting side armour. Yeah. Uh, and Soviets, as we've already talked about, have such little good ranged options. And most of the stuff they've got that's mobile is, mm-hmm. is overworked. Well, here's a plane that's not overworked. It's probably never going to die. Yep. Yeah. And, can, and if, you can, if you can start dealing with these, uh, at least making them think about their positioning... Maybe you know moving off. Of- yeah, is it it cripples your maneuverability? Because mm. you're like, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I've only got the, these one eighty twelve assets, and if I lose them, then these heavy tanks are going to yeah. have a field day with everything else. Yeah, I, I think really I think, stuck in the wood and not behind the ridge line. Yeah, and I think for seven points, you know, you're you got to you've got to be. I think for Soviets, it's it's worth taking. I mean, the only the only possible reason I could see for not is if you're going to go right turn one everything's doubling anyway so fire close uh, you know fire too close whatever I come in danger close comes an issue but yeah. even then and it's one of the reasons I really rate the Stuarts and the Lees because you know yeah sure you're going to get one good volley but if you don't shoot and scoot my yeah, danger fire close doesn't through. stop cannon shots oh no it doesn't that's a good point yeah I, th- I think you should be taking Sturmovics personally because as you say no one's taking it no one is taking um AA AA so Probably the Americans who have AA everywhere but the other thing as yeah, well is even, even if they are taking AA you got a two up save you're a Sturmovic exactly yeah. <laughs> and then they still got to pass the fire pad yeah. yeah so you know you the odds on you dying is pretty slim and obviously if you shoot AA then you're not shooting ground targets next turn one of yeah, the... I, I think planes are. Uh, uh, I I poo pooed them for a long time, but then I was only looking at the Stuka bomb, and I think if you can get a plane with Stuka with bombs and or some other like machine gun or cannon, I, I, I it's going in my list at the moment. It's, yeah. it's got to. I mean, I, I was mainly looking, the reason I poo pooed the Sturmovik. I looked at it and went, "That's not going to kill a tiger reliably because it's a five plus to, you know, yeah, because the ranging and all that." But no, actually, I, I mislooked. It's it's not the tiger you need to worry. About worry about your soviets you just kill everything else yeah uh or surround it and hope they roll a one <laughs> a lot of times or even i mean i had it with my tiger it bailed me out and i didn't get back in and that was two turns of my tiger just sitting there going and me i had to have a drink afterwards because i was sweating <laughs> profusely for about <laughs> it was it was clenching and it, it goes back to that thing of there is if you've got nothing i think there is definitely a psychological effect of planes that is untapped at the moment where if you have no way of defending yourself against that, it's miserable. Whereas they just keep coming in and coming yeah. in and coming in. And even if it's not every turn, it's just like, you go, oh, God, here they come. Another turn of it. Yeah. I mean, you had that, didn't you, with um, Jersey's yes. Hurricanes? Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was just the more, the, the crippling bit was the fact that I, I neglected that uh, to remember that short terrain doesn't provide concealment against them. So I, hmm. I, one I see sitting in his cornfield thinking I'm veteran at range gone to ground or at least veteran gone to ground. It's just, Oh, now I'm just hit on fours. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, and I think there is, there is definitely, a, you know, even if it's a one in six thing, you just start fishing for ones. There's no downside. There is like no downside yeah. at all. Yeah. You can even stick them in reserves now, which I like. I like the idea mm-hmm. of that because big deal. They turn up and then you start rolling. That's great. 
I, I really, I, I, put, I just completely washed over planes for ages and I've come full circle now. Um, I'm still not sure about Stuka, but anything that's got two weapons on it. But the Stuka, the Stuka with bombs actually links back to the Tiger Company because that is historically accurate for Kursk. The Schwerpunkt. Schwerpunkt. Yeah, the, they can take in a Tiger Company supported by a Stuka with bombs. The, the, only, the only thing I say with planes is that there will be that couple of games in a row or that one tournament you go to where the, they never bloody turn up and then you end up oh, dropping yeah. them from the list. Well, and, then, and then eventually you'll go, God, I could redo some planes again and you whack them back in. It's the Air Force, yeah. isn't it? You know, like, yeah. The Army sleeps under the stars, the Navy navigates by the stars, and the Air Force picks the hotels based upon the, the star <laughs> of the hotel. See, uh, what's, it, what's, it, what's, the, what's the joke? What's the, what's the joke? Uh, one of my patients once told me, what was it? It was, um, was it the Ministry of Defence are having a meeting, and you've got representatives of all the services, and they ask the question of, you know, you're in, you're in your tent and you wake up, and there's your scorpion amongst you and your men. What do you do? And the Marine goes, I grab my knife, I stab it, and I eat it in front of my men so you know how brave I am. The uh, army soldier goes, I get my boot out and I crush it to save my men. The, uh, the naval guy goes, um, I'll try and catch it and set it free uh, and show my men compassion. And the, uh, the RAF officer is looking very confused. And they went, I don't understand the question. And they go, why not? I went, well, why is there a tent in my hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> Hi Mark. <laughs> Hi Mark. How's your hotel room? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we could probably. I might actually look at writing something about that because I, I have dramatically changed my opinion of planes. Plus, you get to make airplane noises, which is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, <laughs> there's, there's yeah. a reason I've got two two Romanian uh, uh, 3D printed planes on my painting table because planes are cool. Um, but yeah, and also one of my favourite ever planes was the old mid-war, uh, was it biplane with rockets for the Soviets? Yeah. Because it was 90 points. It was only sporadic, so it hardly ever turned up. But when it did, it never did anything. But your opponents shat themselves. It had the same rockets. <laughs> it had all the same rocket attack as, as the actual Ill, 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 Ill term, wasn't it? So it comes Basically, on, yeah. blacks out these rockets and disappears. I think they only hit on a 4+, plus rather than a 3+, plus. but otherwise, yeah, it was right, just... Yeah, yeah. And it was just... But it was also these little biplanes with these massive rockets on, because when they released the model, the rockets were massive on them. Uh, but yeah, so it's just cool. Kind of seeing these, you know, see, making play noises, which, you know, which is the reason I never get my paintings. I'm too busy making play noises. I, I just think it's got, it's got an effect on your opponent that's not been tapped. I really mm. do. And I'm, I'm going to tap that vein. Well, yeah, the big thing your opponent does, the one of the, even one of the big things your opponent does, you know, we talk about Sturmvik basically being there for the AT. Um, direct fire yeah. but your your opponent kind of every time they move go putting the template down making sure that if you do come in and bomb you're not hitting too much stuff yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know that that alone can be worth it just that fear factor that fact you're now you're by your seven points that you've brought it's affecting your opponent's movement nah, yeah, it's, yeah the, the, the issue is now that that's a lot harder to do because you can put the template wherever the heck you like yeah but you would still have that where you go right i want to make yeah. it sure you're only hitting two you're still restricting their Yes. In fact, you're probably restricting it more because they are even more worried. As you yes. say, so you can't just put on one tank, you go right in between and you're yeah. starting to spread the gaps out. You sort of make sure the only ever get getting two tanks. You know, that's that is the, the, the you know, that fear factor alone. You know, um, you know, it, that that is, you know, in most games I play, I like if I can have something which will make my opponent pl- make not them do what they want, not it's do not what they want, and potentially misplay. Yeah. 
Well, brilliant. They've made yeah. my job easier. Joe, you know when you next get the opportunity to use your planes? Flames Fez. What a segue. On to our next bit of what we're doing coming up. Yeah. Which really is Flames of Fez's next thing coming up. Pretty much. I think Christmas is coming first, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, we're not doing Christmas. Christmas I'm buying Christmas. I need money for toy soldiers. Yeah. Sorry, girls. No Christmas presents here. <laughs> Do you know you like? But Daddy's got a new. But Daddy's got a new uh, Africa Corps army. No, no, oh, they yeah. get a pound of three each. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, I, I did ponder getting them like a Vesta tank. A bit older. There's that Lego, isn't there? Or blocks, or whatever it's called. It's like yeah, it's like Lego with toys. Yeah, toy yeah. soldiers. So, mm. um, Fez, we're talking about. Flames of Fez. Flames of Fez is uh, our next event running on in uh, blah, 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 association hosted by the Guildford Games Club. Um, it's going to be on Saturday, the twelfth of January, nine twenty uh, two thousand nineteen. Go, is it that already? So that's next month. <laughs> is that yeah? It's bloody it's close as I thought. Yeah, I really need to get my permission slip signed for that. You do. It's a one day event. At Guildford, it is three games of mid-war for 96 points. Um, armies can be drawn from any mid-war book. Uh, we're going to try and promote f- um, sort of fast, decisive gameplay for the game. So there'll be a, a time limit of two hours per game. So if you turn up with 96 points worth of armor cars, you better be able to play to fast. Yeah. yeah, play fast. Bring, uh, bring, bring um, like, you know, Warhammer movement trays for your Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. If you can play within two hours, great. Bring bring whatever. But we want to, you know, with your heavy tanks in there, it's going to be very nice and fun and fast play, hopefully. Games are going to be red versus blue. Uh, with Excellent. the battle plan selector method. We're going to try and keep it um, desert and east front separated. Um, but because it's an event, there'll be prizes. Well, there'll be... Um, Points scored for uh, army history, best painted, uh, best subjective, that kind of thing. Um, we're also doing the Iron Fez competition, uh, where if you bring three, um, if you can't choose what army to bring, bring three different formations for the same nation, and I'll tell you which one you're using each round at random. Because um, I can never decide. I think it, it seems like a waste to only bring one army to an event day. Uh, tickets going to be twelve pounds, and if you're interested, please email me at fez at breakthroughassault.co.uk or find us on Facebook. It is a if you go to the battlefield um, battlefield breakthrough assault. That's us breakthrough assault uh, <laughs> Facebook group, and go to events. You'll see Flames of Fez as an event page there. You can register your interest and ask me any questions you got. Yeah, cool. cool. Um, so I think we, um, you're trying to get there, aren't you, Duncan? I'm trying. Um, yes, well, I'm saving here, so. at the moment. Um, but, um, I, know Adam's, I know Adam's going. I'm going to be a little bit uh, nappy based. Ah, uh, of course. Because yeah. uh, two weeks before Flames Affairs, the next one's due. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether we'll be able to get a uh, pass for it to go away at that point. Well, it should be big enough that you could wedge it underneath the belt of ammunition to keep it off the ground. So they will be useful <laughs> at that point. <laughs> and, uh, so is it a case you can play like on the Saturday and then the Sunday's open gaming, right? So yes, so one day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, so the Sunday um, is my birthday celebration gaming day, which I traditionally have a day gaming at the Guildford Games Club. 
which will be open gaming. So it's not an event, it's just open gaming for the day. Um, however, the Flames of War tables will be available for people to come down and use those. If you wanted to make a whole weekend of playing Flames of War, you can do that. Or, of course, you can always come down and play other games and uh, hang out with the Guildford Club members and just have a great day of, of hobby. Great weekend of hobby, even. Cool, cool. And the only last thing I want to say about it is that we are also doing the uh, raffle ticket prize system. So if you score points for whatever reason from different competitions and things, we'll have some little sort of giveaway sort of certificates and things like that um, for like best general and painted and that kind of thing. But the main prize support, we are being supported by Battlefront, that is currently sitting in the boot of my car, hooray, um, will be raffled off at the end of the day. So even if you just turn up and you've, you know, unfortunately lost all your games and had a terrible day, you could still, in theory, walk away with the top prize. Yeah, there's some dice coming from Adam as well, aren't there? So we've got oh, some... Dice of War Dice. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got um, Dice of War Dice, some prize support from Battlefront, some uh, army deals, scenery. Um, I think, Duncan, you're also going to hear some of your fancy dancy Crawley War Games mind templates. Yep, you can have a set of those. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, and, um, yeah. And it's uh, basically just a fantastic day. Um, fantastic day of uh, playing flames, which is what we will want. Uh, also, to potentially plug, uh, there's also Beachhead on the 16th of February, mm-hmm. which is having a mid-war tournament. Which I don't know if Jersey James has finished off doing the details for. Ooh. Uh, that's not officially officially we break for it's itself, but it's not sanctioned fun but uh, <laughs> obviously break for itself guys going to be there i might have a pass for that because it is just literally you Ooh. know 10 minutes up the road um he's just james is trying to decide what points to do and i'm trying to stop him from doing too many because <laughs> because because there is a convention as well and you know yeah. it's like um it's all well and good you know obviously go and let's play games but people might actually want to see some of the convention and he was looking to 100 points in kind of like and have like seven or so hours to play in it, play five rounds in, uh, three rounds in. Sorry, mm. so which I think might going for slightly smaller points and you can do it in two. Uh, it plays a lot quicker now. I know, but <laughs> I just I just think you know why not go eighty and or something and let people definitely get a chance to see the show. Ben, I played my game. I've got one game finished in fifty six minutes. It's not a problem, honestly. You can just hammer through. You know, just lose. Yeah, just, yeah, okay. just turn up, shake say, Well done, you've won the game. I must see the convention. Yeah. <laughs> you Love turn it. up, drive yeah. your text backwards towards the enemy. <laughs> yeah, it, to be honest, though, if you're doing it at a convention like that, and the convention is only one day, yeah, yeah, if it was a two day convention, I'd be sure, but because it's a one day convention, and you know, yeah. probably all the deals are going to go pretty quickly, so. I think it'd be better just to go a few bit lower points and let people have a chance. But that's just me. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll that's see cool. Happens. If we if we're making a, an, an effort, I'll see if I can make a stick that out in my diary as well. And get down there. I'll and try. It might be, might be a big ass, but I'll try. Yeah. Uh, so I know, again, I know Adam's mm-hmm. definitely going. Um, I'm probably going again. It'll we'll see how fit. I don't. I can't really plan my life beyond next year at the moment yep. because you know apparently babies are quite life changing and uh, and that apparently. Yeah, who, see. I mean, who, I should know. I've got two others. I really should know they are life changing. <laughs> right. There's so much life changing you can do after that. It's just. 
Okay, um, I think it's fair to say we're going to try and get one more podcast done before the end of the year. If I go over our year in retrospect. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We'll probably do another set of uh, readers' questions. You'll know we're doing it ahead of time. Should it be listeners' questions or readers' questions? Listeners' questions, yeah, sorry. Well, we're still going to come up with a better name. I haven't come up with a better name yet. Um, um, yeah, it's a problem. I keep trying to think of something to be World War II themed. I haven't thought of it yet. So um, I think, Duncan, you've got something to say on the button, subscriber and reviews. Something to tell yeah. people into. Yeah, we were talking about this last time about um, how nice it would be to have some reviews. Just in general, maybe maybe five stars, for example. Um, but if uh, we could incentivize some people to do it, so I thought, well, I've got two sets of the templates um, from the Crawley um, event, the mine templates. So they are limited editions, um, and so one set's obviously going to Eddie now. But um, I was thinking maybe we could give away another set to uh, a random selection of people that leave us to review between now and when should we say like the end of Feb or end of January after Christmas? Sounds good. So yeah, if you want to leave us a, a, um, a, a, a review on iTunes, I don't know if you can do it on SoundCloud. I haven't looked at that. But if you can, if we're on a platform and you can leave a review, we will find you and we will hunt you down. And <laughs> we will give one of you uh, a lovely set of Mindfield templates and I'll post them to you wherever you are. So I can't wait to say fair on that. There you go. Please leave right. us a review. Please. <laughs> Please just give us some feedback. You know, we, do, we don't know if anyone's actually listened to this. Yeah, if you're out there. <laughs> yeah, well, we have at least two listeners because they came over to us at Warfare. Oh, they did, yeah. You're right. They said, so, uh, we like all your in-jokes. We get them all. Have we done any slightly flat panzer jokes? We have. We've had a bit of a break from the, the whole S-word flat panzer. Seriously, I take a couple of episodes off, guys, and it all goes to Oh, he dropped the S-bomb. Slutty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, time to shoot and scoot, then. Time to shoot and scoot. So what's our rating? Are we going to go um, Red Banner, or are we going to go Ghost Panzer? Uh, uh, Red Banner Hero. Ooh. No, what? That's <laughs> what, four pluses, isn't it? Four I believe so. All right, we are six. It's Hooray! Oh, oh, we should have gone Go. for Syrians. <laughs> should have got, got that out of the way. Should have gone Syrian. Oh. How to get your podcast barred? Um, yeah. <laughs> North Korea is amazing. <laughs> oh, God. The armored train wreck of a podcast you've been listening to was Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War podcast for the team at Breakthrough Assault <laughs> UK, and was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, a dancing skeleton, and the hashtag Ferdies for Life. Ferdies for Life? Ferdies, man, it's about Ferdinands.